7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, I would like to be excused because my brain is full. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um uh, of course a uh, hat tip gary larson from the far side um but uh, uh anyway welcome to the show the weekend edition and joining me as always on the program rain from four freedoms blog out of washington dc welcome back rain hi i'm awake i'm gonna be awake i'm really sorry about last week don't worry about it oh wait you mean uh that wasn't last week that was just that was uh, only Tuesday. that was last year yeah so yes um and uh <laughs> and of course <laughs> joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the electric city also heard on the tim cormel show welcome back sir i have a confession yes i was at the i was at the meeting in june 9th at trump tower yeah it's turning out there. It, it's turning out that there were actually more people at uh the the meeting at trump tower than there were at the inauguration uh, I heard so. it wasn't a meeting. It was a it was a bus trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and I hope everybody likes the new intro. Uh, I put that at the beginning of uh, all, uh, both of our Tuesday and Friday show intros. This uh, little thing. It's seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is. That's uh, Dr. Jacoby from Twin Peaks Season 3 as Dr. Amp. He has a radio show, and apparently that starts at 7 in his neck of the woods. So uh, I thought that was great. 7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Uh, I think most of our freedom (laughs) is in the Kremlin right now, packed in straw. Yeah, in the basement. (laughs) Yeah. So behind the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, oh, God almighty. I mean... I, I honestly, uh, and I was telling uh, Joe in, in Rain right before the show, I was at work today, and it was an absolute delight, a thoughtless delight, to do all my stupid data entry today because I didn't have to think about it. I mean, my mind is literally overflowing with all of the revelations of this week, and uh, we and Pete is taking the night off tonight. He's got to go see his uh, his in laws. Um, and I, I thought about getting a rotator, but I don't think it's a good idea because there's so much to talk about. And the, the three of us, I think, will be able to carry it amply. Um, you know, uh, because I, I, I just I, I'm just shaking my head every five minutes. You know, not even every five I'm minutes, stunned. every minute. 
I mean, yeah. I, we could talk about the Russia thing. We can talk about what an embarrassment he was in Paris. Oh, God. Where he basically molested the first lady of Paris, oh. like, two or three different times. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Verbally and physically. How, and, and I can tell you how I'm very angry with uh, Emmanuel Macron. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about it now. <laughs> uh, what, Why are what? you angry? No. I, I I really am irritated with him for giving that buffoon a stage on such a big day in France and giving him an opportunity to, dare I say it, to appear presidential. Mm. But he I, failed. Oh, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it doesn't matter. Macron, Macron is, uh, make no mistake, Macron is, is, I don't trust him, period. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. Um, don't. Don't trust him a, at all. Mm, the French, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh-huh. but, I but, think. I honestly think that he allowed Trump to make a damn fool of himself. But that's uh, no. me. I know. We yeah. see. Here we go. Yeah, but that's why I love you, Rain. <laughs> ah, like, the French. Yes, you're like. I have a devil on my left shoulder, and I have you on my right. My <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I no, my devil's telling me that Macron I don't like. Uh, just watch him. I'm French. He's not. Th- Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? Yeah, this. Uh, hey, Louis. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship kind of thing. Just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I, I can understand that. But that's me. I I've paid very little attention to his trip to France. I will say that, uh, you know. So in in fortunately, um, for us, uh, we have um, er, er, I'm sorry, Eric. I'm just thinking of the stupid one. Uh, but it turns out, as Stephen Colbert actually, well, actually, <laughs> I should pl- I should play this. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert made an apology on his show the other day about uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. I can't say this enough. Okay, keep in mind, Don Jr. released these emails himself. How did this happen? He has a lawyer. Did he lock himself in the bathroom while his lawyer banged on the door yelling, you better not be in there tweeting your emails, young man. No, I'm not. I promise. I'm, I'm, I'm masturbating. <laughs> so, <sighs> painted a picture. So, at this point, I would like to issue a formal apology. Jim? I'd like to apologize to Eric Trump. We always thought you were the dumb one. We were wrong. So wrong, so wrong. Uh, yeah, that's actually the last in a series of Colbert clips because he was on fire again the other day. Um, but I'll, I'll play the other stuff later. But, uh, yeah, this this thing is... It's just bonkers. Again, this meeting, there was a Russian spy there. Oh, oh okay, I'm sorry, former spy. <laughs> <laughs> former Russian spy. But, oh, well, he's an American citizen now. Oh. Oh, okay. Sh- okay, oh, right. great, no problem. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, great. Yeah. that's cool. Okay, former Russian spy. And they spy, all said the meeting was about... And they all said, every one of them in the room said the meeting was about nothing, really. So, yeah, case, clo- case closed. Um, and, and, you know, there's one really huge story about all this that, that I'm really hoping somebody grinds down on. 
I couldn't really find any audio of this because there isn't any. <laughs> um, but Nobody's uh, talking. Yeah, l That's this the is the thing. Nobody is talking. Yeah, but this is this is the one thing that I want to talk about about this lawyer um, because this this is fucking big. Um, but uh, Democrats, uh, this is from Justin Bargona Media. Democrats want to know why Trump's uh, uh, DOJ settled a huge fraud case involving Don Jr.'s Russian lawyer. It says, since Do Donald Trump Jr. revealed that he met with the Russian lawyer last year in order to get dirt on Hillary Clinton directly from the Russian government, there's been quite a bit of interest in attorney Natalia Veselnitskaya. Uh, I think I did that okay. You uh, did? That was great. Veselnitskaya. Um, while conservative pundits and politicians, along with the president himself, are hyping up a report that states uh, Veselnitskaya was only part of the U.S. Uh, uh, for the meeting because then Attorney General Loretta Lynch allowed it. They're blaming Loretta not, Lynch for her being in the not, country. Not true. Not true. Uh, and it's not true. It's not true at all. It's uh, it's 100%. It's, it's, uh, it's false. Um, uh, Democrats in Washington are focusing on something a bit more recent and directly related to the current administration. In a letter addressed to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, 17 Democratic members of Congress wanted to know why the AG suddenly settled a money laundering case in May involving Russian tax fraud that just so happened to involve the Russian attorney now at the center of the news cycle. As Foreign Policy noted, Foreign Policy, this is, you know... The website Foreign Policy, it's kind of a big deal. The, you know, this is, it's a pretty you know, serious publication. Yeah. Uh, not only did the DOJ settle the case two days before it went to trial, and the settlement was only for $6 million, not the $230 million sought. In an even more interesting twist, former U.S. Attorney Preet Bara was the one who filed the case. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Barrara. Barrara. Um, Barrara was filed in March uh, by the president after being promised he could keep his job during the transition. Uh, Veselnitskaya has spent quite a bit of effort attempting to get the Majinsky, uh, I'm sorry, Magnitsky Act reversed. Um, and the, the act is tied to the tax fraud scheme at the center of this case and has levied sanctions against Russians involved. So, they got uh, the Trump administration basically gave um, these Russian uh, uh, fraudsters a two hundred twenty-four million discount on this mm -hmm. settlement. Six million dollars right. is peanuts compared to. Right. It's not even not even the interest. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pennies on the dollar. So pennies I, on the dollar. Yeah. Did did. Veselnitskaya did this come up? Oh, you know, if your dad gets elected, how about you? Uh, you know, we'll we'll try and get you some dirt on Clinton. Um, maybe hand you over the DNC voter rolls. Yeah, that's something there, Rain, that you can talk about in a second. You know, we'll yes. we'll, we'll do whatever we can for you. But you know, if if uh, he becomes, uh, God forbid, yes, that if he gets in the White House, <laughs> um maybe he could throw us a bone and, and uh, settle this case for a few million bucks instead of the 230 million. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So this is, this is all, all of this is so amazing. 
because it, it's like I, I, you know i so sort of crooked. feel like okay am i entering conspiracy conspiracy theory territory and i don't think i am because it's all of these it's it's just like a whole bunch of dots were thrown on the table yeah and and now you know they're going to connect you know they're going to connect compared to the stuff that we've already connected the fact that Jeff Sessions or the Justice Department, I'm going to go with Jeff Sessions, decided, eh, let's let this one go. That's another big tell, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure Mueller is going to take a look at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I think. Go ahead, Jeff. Mueller, Mueller's, weekend, Mueller's weekend was canceled. <laughs> that, poor, that poor guy's retirement was canceled. I know. <laughs> oh, and, and by the way, I don't know if you guys uh, caught this, but uh, about two hours ago, Trump just hired another lawyer. <laughs> He's, well, he did promise jobs. Let's give them credit. Yeah. Yes. But Rain, and now, yeah, now you hired another lawyer, and and one of Kushner's lawyer lawyers quit. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, the odd thing is they're trying to the, the and, and you know somebody pointed this out. I I heard I'm like Ken today. I'm like I so much stuff in my head, but yes, mm-hmm. somewhere along the line, I heard someone on TV or radio say that. Um, Actually, there's a there's a big problem in the White House, and, and it's not the obvious one. It's a legal <laughs> problem. It's that normally in a situation like this, and I remember somebody from the Clinton administration on one night saying the same thing. Normally in a situation like this, everybody is walled off from everybody else legally for their own good. Yeah. So. Yes. And 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 I remember the Clinton person saying when when the Monica Lewinsky thing broke, there were people who didn't want to even go in the Oval Office to talk to the president who were supposed to, and say yeah, no, why don't you? That. The word What's is compartmentalizing. Right. That's what the FBI does. That's what you know the CIA does. The FBI in particular, they compartmentalize. And lawyers don't want their clients associating with other people involved in the case or no, implicated it, it, in the case you know i actually have i have audio of um kushner's lawyer uh resigning yeah <laughs> yeah and and usually and, and the reason they don't want them is because they are now targets and they want to isolate like like you said rain compartmentalize their case yes. the problem in the trump white house is it's his family how the hell? And and they're trying and and Kushner's lawyers are desperately trying to tell him, stop talking to the president, <laughs> which is really difficult in his case. Yeah, but in this and in this particular case, there are reports out there that Kushner wants to go. He wants to be more aggressive. He wants to be more aggressive in in, in defending his father-in-law. This mm-hmm. is, we are entering. And we have been in crazy zone, but we are now entering like another level of insanity. This is this is really. It, I, the, I mean, yeah. you know, when the news broke Saturday, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just yeah, <laughs> you know, the news broke Saturday. It was late at night after the party was winding down, and we were like, "What? Okay." Let's just go to sleep. We'll talk about this in the morning. And we all woke up in the morning. And we're like, "Whoa, that wasn't the alcohol talking." You know? Oh my god! <laughs> no. And it's just gotten worse since then. There is nobody there in the White House that knows how to do damage control. No. And there is nobody—not one of these lawyers who have been hired or retained by Trump, 
Kushner, Donald Trump Jr., whoever else, none of them. Nobody's listening to counsel. Their best defense right now is to send out Gorky Pig, Sebastian Gorka, um, to send out that fucking asshole uh, to, to go out and say, Oh, SpongeBob SquarePants is more popular than CNN. Oh, yeah, well, Dancing with the Stars is more popular than fucking anything. No, I'm sorry. America's Got Talent. I had to look it up. I didn't even know what what the top show was. <laughs> America's, I mean, it, 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 you know, it, it okay. I know, yes, CNN CNN has low ratings. I get it. CNN has low ratings. Whatever. That's fine. But that's the best defense is, oh, well, your ratings are poopy, and that's why people don't like you in nanny nanny boo boo. I'm gawky pig. Yeah, well, the fact of the matter is MSNBC's and CNN's ratings have skyrocketed since Trump became president. Yeah. And that's a fact. But anyway, here's the thing. The best of it was the uh, um, graphic arts the that uh, uh, Kellyanne Conway brought along the other day. Did you see that? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Flashcards! Flashcards! <laughs> Collusion, delusion. Illusion. Did anybody see, um, we probably don't have the audio for it, but yeah, um, Stephen Colbert totally mocked that whole thing. I, yeah, I didn't get that because I already had. Uh, I, I I was loaded for bear. I know cold bear. It, it's too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even mean it to be. <laughs> Francie's not even it's cool yet. Too much. <laughs> it, I really mean that seriously. It's too much. When she came out with that, I was like, "Oh come on." Yeah, and uh, I, 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 I saw. She couldn't it, even I, be bothered to get cardstock. It no. was just like. No. Shitty. It's like somebody probably had to. She probably couldn't even print it out uh, (laughs) horizontal either. She probably had to like get a glue stick and cut it out and paste it horizontal. (laughs) So she doesn't know landscape from portrait. (laughs) She's just. just, Yeah. Whatever. Uh Whatever. No, let's stop it. (laughs) But but that thing when she did that, all I could think of was okay. You work for the White House, which until recently was the most powerful building you know the white house mm-hmm. the white house mm-hmm. you're standing in front of the white house with shitty printer paper <laughs> the people's house and a crappy red sharpie mm-hmm. using prop the white house has become a bunch of people who use props the oh, last now- time the white house looked this bad was when the British burned it down in 1812. Uh, this is true. This is true. Uh, I, I do have to address this comment in the chat. Peter in San Francisco says, Ow, my ears, my English ears, uh, because of my Sebastian Gorka impression. Hey, Peter, <laughs> I could have actually, I could have made you suffer through several minutes of Sebastian Gorka, but I did not. So back <laughs> off my shitty accent. So. <laughs> um, it could be much better. It could be like Ivan. But Sandy, Sandy points something out, though, that, that they did get a famous baseball player to be a lawyer, Ty Cobb. Cobb. He is related and, to him. And, and and you know what? If you have his, his baseball card, it's worth a million dollars. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably um, more than the new Ty Cobb is going to get from Trump because yeah, he how much, pay his lawyer bills. How much, how much is it? Oh, well, let's find out who is going to pay for uh, all of uh, uh, Trump's legal bills oh. right now. Oh, we got a yeah, little, bu- 
little bit of audio for you. Uh, this is Washington Post Devlin uh, Barrett. He was on MSNBC. Um, and I think this is a splendid idea, Mr. Trump. You should pursue this. What's been described to us is that there have been some uh, fairly robust, was the euphemism the person used, uh, discussions between Trump's camp and the RNC about maybe getting the Republican National Committee to pay for the president some of the president's legal bills. Uh, I think that's a hard sell in, in some ways uh, to the RNC. You know, they have a lot of their own things they want to pay for. Um, but, you know, that shows you that, that there's a lot of competing interests, let's say, in how this gets resolved and who pays for what. And these legal bills are going to be huge. There's no question. These are going to be, whatever happens in this case, these legal bills are going to be huge. 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 The wow. biggest. I have the biggest, most beautiful legal bills. <laughs> um, so Trump and his people want the RNC to pay for their own mess. Yes. Spend as much as you can on his legal defense, please. The midterms will fund themselves. Don't worry about that. Uh, it's fine. It's totally fine. Doesn't that show you what kind of grift these people are? Yeah, spend Did like you, the wind. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, told, uh, I told Rain today, I don't know if you saw it, Kenny. So I'm starting to think that this Trump family is not on the up and up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there might be something something to that. <laughs> something doesn't smell right here. <laughs> yeah, but you know his his supporters have uh, you know uh, spoken out uh, about this. So. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens. At this rate, I mean. I, you know, I, I got to tell you, this was a beautiful day over in that place. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. It was so serene on the discuss uh, comment boards over on Media really? and some other websites. So peaceful and quiet. I didn't see blocked user, blocked user, blocked user, blocked user. <laughs> I actually saw people I knew and I liked, and we were yucking it up. And uh, by the way, everyone, uh, contrary to what... Um, uh, butthole uh, Ryan's Priebus said uh, we have an everything burger people not a nothing burger it's an everything <laughs> b- burger uh, and uh, I think uh, who said that I, I want to try and give a, a, a hat tip to whoever uh, said it um, uh, my friend Jen put uh, everything burgers are drowning in Russian dressing yes yes they are Jen <laughs> yes they are and um, you know has anybody a- heard from Boris Boris uh, Yeltsin Epstein, remember him? Uh, yeah, Boris but... Epstein. Yes, no, Epstein. he's been he's been sent into the cornfield. Yeah, where is he? Uh, I understand uh, they wanted to talk to him. I don't but know, but not in Russian. No. Remember, he was he was always on the Trump network during the campaign. They had that little Trump network going. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boris Epstein. I'm going to go look Put into that this. Flag Boris- way back. That flag is way too close. <laughs> yes. That the Trump. Yeah. Network. No. No. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, he was he was shunned he was shunned back in March. Cool. Where is he? Well, he's on Twitter. Oh, is he? <laughs> he is. Maybe I'm he'll... looking. This is not this is not exciting radio right now. Maybe he'll get unshunned at some point and he'll come back. Unshun, reshun. But how about so. Trey Trey Gowdy saying that they should they should go all the way back to when they first saw Doctor Shivago and talk about every Russian they ever met? That is true. That <laughs> is true. That was fun. That was Doctor Shivago. 
That was good. That was bad. Um, let me <laughs> play one. What? I gotta say this quick. Uh, Trey okay. Gowdy and his, because he had some outrage the other day, and I feel like he needs to shut up because he has the same intelligence that Adam Schiff does. He's seen all of it. Oh, sure. He knows what's going on. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying he was as smart as Adam Schiff. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. That, uh, no, that would no. get a double buzz. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not a million. Boris Epstein, by the way, is he's, he's a reporter now for Sinclair. Oh. Who are they? Sinclair Broadcasting. Oh, okay. That's the right-wing news outlet that's buying mm. up. I think it's Sinclair. It's buying up a whole bunch of... Yeah. Neat. If, if Living on Long Island shows up in the chat, he'll explain it to us all. Okay. Isn't that all there is? Oh. Is right-wing broadcasting? Well. Oh. Radio? Uh, for radio? Just about. Yeah. Um. All right. Let me play this one last clip because I find this uh, pretty laughable. Uh, Rain, you shared this uh, too. Um, uh, there was a clip of uh, Dumb Donnie Jr. on Hannity the other day. And um, <laughs> this is a short one. But yeah, so this is, uh, you know, last, I think this was Tuesday was when this clip was from. The, the, uh, everything's out there, everybody. Did you hand over any and all documents? Uh, well, I, I will. I've said it publicly. I said it yesterday. More than happy to cooperate with everyone. I just want the truth to get out there. I and mean, that's part of why I released all this stuff today. I wanted to get it all out there. They're everything. trying to drag out the story. In all fairness, yeah. you know, they have it. They want to drip a little bit today, drip a little bit then. So I was like, here it is. I'm more than happy to be transparent about it, and I'm more than happy to cooperate with everyone. So as far as you know, as far as this incident is concerned, this is all of it. This is everything. This is everything. <laughs> that was la- that was Tuesday, everybody. This is everything. Yeah, this is everything. That was everything. Yeah, right. Oh, Except for all man. those transparent people in the meeting, they were so transparent. <laughs> yeah. First of all, let's let's address the first lie he said there. He said he they wanted to drip 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 this, and so I said, okay, here it all is. I was so transparent. No, what happened was specifically is that the New York Times called him and said, we have those emails, and we're going to publish them at eleven o'clock. Yes. So that's the deal. So you could come clean with everything, but we're going to publish them at eleven o'clock. And he, on his own, twittered them exactly yeah. at eleven o'clock. Yep. So he wasn't transparent. He was. He shit his pants. Well, well, well that's true. But I mean, the fact that the fact that Hannity was like, Shards "This is galore. all of it. This is all of it, right? There's nothing yeah. more. It's all of it. Yeah. Yep, this is all of it." And then here we are today. We went from four to eight people in that meeting in and one young. meeting. Yes, this is like a disaster. They haven't counted mm-hmm. the dead yet. We, oh, we I, need we need cadaver dogs to get into that room. Rumor has it the <laughs> ru- rumor has it the eighth man is John Miller. <laughs> Um, and, and, uh, oh, and by the way, you said he shit his pants. It was far worse than that when, uh, he, he b- before he sent that tweet out. Ow! That came out of my uh, penis! So. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Don't okay. say penis uh, in this house! <laughs> wow. That's not good. Sorry. You grossed me out. That's it's pretty hard to gross all. me out. Usually, usually I'm grossing you guys out. Whoa! I usually would only ever play that on Mic Check Radio. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that was a big, big, big John Kendall and uh, Rob Poole. Uh, well, Rob Poole used to love that drop. But anyway, um, let's let's Just go ahead. I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump Jr. crapped his pants and then bent over to smell it to make sure it was crap. <laughs> no, he just had Eric do that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm betting. I'm betting. Hey, Eric, can you check back there for me? Give me a few minutes. Get, Give me get a few minutes. Ready. Get the buzzer ready. Okay. Get the buzzer ready. Yes. I bet Joe Scarborough's intern was at that meeting. Oh, no. No. Too soon. All right. Uh, Too soon. Yeah, we got to go to the break. Still a reference. All right. Here we go. Uh, When we come back, we're going to get some uh, 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 fat Donnie praising baby Donnie. I, I I guess you know, I used to call Daddy Trump Baby Donald just because he behaves like a baby, but now I guess I'll call him Fat Daddy, and Baby Donald will be Don Junior. Um, but yeah, we'll get some praise from Fat Daddy and um, uh, of of his little uh, the scion of his loins. Uh, <laughs> oh jeez! And and, and uh, we're also gonna be listening to some. Um, of the best coverage I've heard about this story uh, from, uh, ladies and germs, Fox News. So, uh, yeah. Fox News. And, and, you know, you won't be surprised here. It's Shepard Smith and Chris Wallace, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's pretty impressive. Uh, Shep Smith, I'm, I'm a fan. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to listen to Right Wing World by Macaroni. Uh, so don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. I'm gonna lose my mind today. Uh, I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Time to turn it off because the media is world. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. What am I to do? Oh, what am I to do? I'm on a first class flight to Glenn Becky Becky stand. Welcome to Right Wing World. Are you ready, man? Every man for himself and they little heads. They so cute, can we call them diddle heads? It'll get more crazy than a little bit. Studies say Fox News will make you ignorant, belligerent, and misinformed with Donald Trump asking where the president was born. Something smelly when I'm watching Megyn Kelly. Got her talking points and her propaganda ready. Yep. Bill O'Reilly claiming he's a factor, but tell me what's wacker than a right wing actor? The recipe for a real race baiter makes one part liar with one part hater. Sprinkle ignorance and you almost through. Grab a suit and tie and throw them on Fox News. Uh, I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Time to turn it off because the media is world. I get the blues when I watch the evening news. I get the blues. When I watch the evening news, I get the blues when I watch the evening news. Uh, What am I to do? Oh, what am I to do? I've been in right wing world for an hour, and all I can smell is being gay and gunpowder. So nasty, I already need a shower. The right wing world full of right wing cowards, right wing trolls. Every time they speak, the sitting starts off with Benghazi. 
Everyone's equal, I promise, I swear Just as long as those people don't want health care As long as those people stay over there Did I mention Fox News, balance and fair? As long as you attend church every Sunday And you're not black or brown or gay or young or smart Middle class or poor Even if you just came back from the war No matter who you are, there's nowhere to hide I'm a right wing troll, but I look at both sides I get the blues when I watch the evening news I get the blues when I watch the evening news I get the blues when I watch the evening news Time to turn it off because the media is world I get the blues when I watch the evening news I get the blues when I watch the evening news I get the blues when I watch the evening news What am I to do? Oh, what am I to do? You don't care about the trillions of dollars to bail out the banks and all the uh, the, the credit card companies. Kathy, get off my phone! Get off my phone, you little pinhead! I'm gonna lose my mind today! Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, comrades. <laughs> How's the borscht? Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I got to say, I'm feeling pretty gleeful that I, I've been saying for months uh, to uh, Trump cultists, enjoy the borscht, comrade. Um, and uh, Josie and Torsa, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, also heard, of course, on the Tim Carmel show. Welcome back, sir. Breaking news uh, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir entertained at that meeting. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, we're putting the choir back together. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My God, you know, like I said, you know, I wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I was the first person to think of it because there was like, a, I think some senator tweeted out. You know, there were more people at this meeting than the inauguration. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a big meeting. Yeah. <laughs> big, big meeting. Huge. It's the biggest meeting ever. Big beautiful meeting, um, you know, and and you know, I I think they're quite possibly, uh, you know, they're saying that oh, we still don't know if any crimes were committed. I'm fairly certain they at least violated the fire code. With, um, uh, so. <laughs> I'm going to go with just the meeting itself was a crime. That's How about me. the spy? They didn't even ask for his ID to go in the room. No, they didn't. I didn't. They didn't. He just walked in. Just walked oh. in. He was wearing jeans and sneakers. That reminds me of an old Three Stooges, Three Stooges film I watched once. Or they they had press passes. Two of them had press passes. One said, two, "One goes press." The second one goes press. The other one had had they had pulled them off doorknobs. <laughs> the other one had pull. There you go. And in you all, in, <laughs> really. And yeah, I mean, you know, what, you know what Bakari Sellers says. This looks like a House of Cards plot run by the Three Stooges. Nyak nyak nyak. <laughs> That's right. So, nyak, 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 nyak. <laughs> uh, and that spy looks like another member of the cast of The Sopranos. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and they just showed a picture of the uh, interpreter. He he looks like he's he's right out of uh, uh, Doctor Shivago. Oh, the guy with the handlebar mustache was it? Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. a lawyer. Isn't oh, that's the handlebar the lawyer. guy, a lawyer. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Right. There's a big guy, the interpreter, and, her. and why do they need an interpreter when everybody spoke English? That's that was um, my question. So, I well, can tell you why. Oh, go ahead, tell me. Tell I can me. tell you why because somebody was on a phone that did not speak English. Oh, and the interpreter oh. Was, oh, oh shit! Was it Anna Karenina? I don't know who it was, but I am I am ninety seven percent sure that somebody was on the phone who did not speak English, and the interpreter. Mm. was it was reverse i'm it, sorry they I'm all spoke english in that meeting but the interpreter was reading it back in russian to somebody on a phone i'm sorry you Rain, Putin we, doesn't we, speak english it, it could have been <clears throat> it could have been putin it could have been kislyak it could have been laverick unless it's blueberry hill he does not speak english um, <laughs> okay. i found my seal um, oh, but by the way, Rain, there's a response. I have a response just coming in right now about your theory. Stop spreading lie and false um, news. 
<laughs> Thank you, Maria Zakharova. Um, At this point, it's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, and I, I put it in our our um, our production chat, but there's there's another reporter out there who said, I remember this guy. He is pro Kremlin and he is pro Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the interpreter, and so the it's the only thing that makes sense. That everybody in that room spoke English, except for somebody who was probably on the phone. I found my <laughs> I won't subject anybody else to any more of that. Oh, <laughs> I'll never eat blueberries again. Oh, yeah. So I'll just red berries from now on. Uh, that's right. Or pinko berries. That's an ice cream. Pink berry. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> okay, uh, so this is uh, this is uh, sleazy Don the other day praising uh, Baby Donald. Um, uh, this was after coming out and saying he is a quality person. <laughs> you know, loving words from a father <laughs> to a child. He is a high quality <laughs> individual. Somebody said it sounded like a reference letter you give for your plumber to your neighbor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, this is, uh, this is uh, what, what he had to say. My son is a wonderful young man. Not he that young. He took a meeting with a Russian lawyer. Not a government lawyer, but a Russian lawyer. <laughs> That's uh, cute. It was a short meeting. Uh, it was a meeting that um, went very, very quickly, very fast. Two other people in the room, they, I guess one of them left almost immediately, and the other one was uh, not really focused on the meeting. I do think this, I think from a practical standpoint, uh, most people would have taken that meeting. Bullshit. It's called opposition research or even research into your opponent. I've had many people, I have only been in politics for two years, but I've had many people call up, oh gee, we have information on this factor or this person or frankly Hillary. Uh, That's very standard in politics. Politics is not the nicest business in the world, but it's very standard where they have information and you take the information. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my god, I don't care! But in this case, I actually do kind of care because there were so, so packed with lies and false news. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, most people, most people would take that. Most people would take that meeting. No. Most, most i mean no he said it it must be true um (laughs) well most people didn't know that france was one of our earliest allies either Uh, true um yes exactly and uh uh, most people um in this country didn't vote for you you fucking fat idiot um so no most people wouldn't take that meeting most people are americans first at least people of good conscience are Americans Thank first. You. There are a lot of very un-American people, and all of those people voted for you, dumb Donnie. Um, they didn't love America. They love this idea they have of America that doesn't exist and will never exist again um, because it was the bad old days, whereas they think it's the good old days. And the vision that they have by electing this idiot reality tv show clown is such a dark dystopian version warped twisted version of america that most people that anybody other than the most sycophantic trump cultist 
will suffer greatly, no matter what. I mean, I, I was watching one of those panels Allison Camerota does uh, with uh, uh, Trump supporters. And this woman was like, in almost in tears because she was afraid she was going to lose Obamacare. Because she has a she's she's bipolar, I think, and you know, and she and she was just like it'll it'll be like a zombie nightmare, people dying in the streets, and it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the fuck part of that you didn't understand, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I just I, I'm I'm so over these people, and you know, and. And I just want to say, any any Democrat out there that says we need to figure out how to talk to these people and get along with them and everything, it's not possible. No. No, it's not. No. It's not possible, and they're not the majority. No. Keep in not mind. Not the majority, but... Okay, go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Well, no, just what, keep what, in what, mind. What, their, their motivation here. The, the Trump people, they're one thing that they love trump for is that he has legitimized their bigotry yes he said it's okay that's all they care about and this thing about them being the people left behind the average trump voter when polled earned twelve thousand more a year than the average clinton voter period so don't give me that bullshit yeah but rain what were you gonna say something i keep going back to And I I was thinking about this this afternoon. The idea, the very idea that Trump said that anybody would have taken this meeting. I I find that bullshit. Um, But there's there's a couple of levels, if you can give me a few minutes with this one. Sure, go ahead. Um, There was was a letter, and I shared it in the production chat, and I will find it, and I will share it in our chat, that George W. Bush, no, George H.W. Bush posted sent to his son in 1998 and he told W you're going to suddenly find you're going to have a whole bunch of new friends yes be careful be really careful of that and when the media gets in touch with you call me first because there are going to be people out there looking to get us and he was right because that that is actually politics that's that is politics the fact that the fact that donald trump and his son and his son-in-law and who else knows who everybody else the fact that the trump campaign decided to go to a foreign hostile country to get information on their enemy tells me they're not american they are not for america because Hillary Clinton, you can hate her. You can you can be a you can be a Bernie brother at this point. You can be a Republican. I don't care who you are. But the fact that the Trump campaign felt it necessary to go to Russia, a hostile country, to get opposition research against her, is the most un-American thing I've experienced and seen in my lifetime. Yeah. And I mean that seriously. This is disgusting. Oh, this is I, not opposition absolutely. research. This is treason. Well, I think the, the the problem with saying it's treason is we're not at war. We're not, you know, full-blown at war with Russia. I mean, again. Well, okay. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, I, legally speaking. This is, this yeah. is so bad. 
they could have gotten opposition re- research from they could have they could have gone to Bernie Sanders. He had opposition research on sure. her. They could have well, gone to Jeb Bush to to Christ. They could have gone to Obama people. There was t- Kelly Ann Conway even said she said it today, and I put this in the production chat. She said today the only opposition research we needed for Hillary Clinton was straight from Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Kellyanne Conway said that. So why are they going to Russia? Well, this is un-American. It is. It is. You know, and I, I, you know, again, a vote for Trump was not a vote for America. You know, I, I mean, I, I, in all of the... It's to me, just, it goes it, beyond. It goes beyond just winning. Something else really is going is. on. It really, yeah, exactly. But you know, and uh, we're, we won't have time to get to the Shepard Smith uh, audio just yet. We'll do that after the break. But um, the uh, yeah, the 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 problem with again the, with all of this is everything you say. But the, I think there's a little bit more with the way the White House is handling it. David Axelrod was talking about this a little bit on his show, or not on his show, but on um, CNN. Um, but, and by the way, he has a great interview. I heard a snippet of it with John Lewis. I think everybody should watch on the Axe Files coming too. up. Um, and uh, But David Axelrod made a really good point about especially how the White House is reacting. Trump does not want to be perceived as somehow his win being illegitimate because he's completely just about winning just about the personal victory not you know not the glory for the country or anything like that it's all about personal victory he thinks a personal victory equates and this is me talking on axarada but in in my humble opinion i think that he equates a personal victory as a victory for the country and as he he's seeing his lies are unraveling you know, because we, we all heard the audio, no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. So what collusion? What's the big deal? You know, um, and, and but that's that's really the big problem here. You know, outside. Well, no, it's that's not the biggest problem. But, you know, this the, the that it is a problem. one one part of the problem. One facet to this ugly diamond is is that Trump and his crew just can't say you know what yeah we we fucked up we should told you about this whatever you know we we need to move on no it has to be this this huge blood you know blunt instrument to use against anybody who would dare talk about this instead of just saying okay we fucked up i'm sorry we should have told everybody about this but they can't and they won't and you know, so that's uh, it, it, that. That's Do you think it's just because a, of pride? Oh, Do you think um, they won't because of pride, or because they know that there's much, much bigger things that they did? Um, well, both, both, equal parts. I, think, I would say. I think. I think that, um, and I've been saying this, and I'll keep saying it until it happens. The linchpin here is going to be the tax returns. The answer is in the money. The answer is in those tax returns. Oh yeah, good you brought that up, Joe. Because what's this mystery loan? Have you guys been keeping uh, up on that? This I Chicago- have. I put. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Rain posted that in the uh, production. Chat. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I looked at it a little bit, and of course, it it made my head overflow. Uh, so, but uh, t- tell us a little bit about that, Rain. Oh, okay. I have to go back and look at it. It's well, Chicago something LLC, and it's a spring loan. And it's a spring loan, from what I've been able to see and understand. And I am not an economist. Yeah. So we don't know how much money there is, but this Chicago LLC, and Joe, if you can find it or somebody can find it, I'm um, looking right now. So it's it's owned by Donald Trump. It's a it's personal an LLC. Loan. Yes, it's owned by Donald Trump. So he's loaning money to himself, but there are people that are putting money into it. And this, it's very, very weird. I, once again, great radio, huh? No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking uh, right now. So, yeah, Donald Trump's... I, min- I found it from the Jester's, I found it from the Jester's face, uh, Twitter page. Yeah, and I he, see it. he put it in as a placeholder. And then I found a Mother Jones article that was written a couple of months before that. February. And it's very mysterious. Yeah. The, very the, mysterious. From Russ Choma at Mother Jones, Donald Trump's mystery fifty million or more loan, and um, yeah. So uh, let me see if I can find a good. Uh, <clears throat> okay, it says here's where the situation gets odd with Trump owning the Chicago Unit Acquisition LLC and the LLC being owed fifty million dollars or more by Trump. This company should be listed on Trump's disclosure as worth at least that much unless it has debt offsetting this amount. Yet on Trump's latest disclosure form, Chicago unit acquisition is not listed at all. The disclosures, uh, disclosure rules say that any asset worth more than $1,000 must be noted. So this is the mystery. Why is the Trump-owned firm that holds a $50 million-plus note from Trump not worth anything? Something's weird there. <laughs> Real weird. And Jester was Something's- tweeting this out today. Yes, yeah, he was the one who said placeholder, and that was what made me look into it. I, it. It seems like, and I wish I knew more about money laundering. And when I say uh, I knew more about it, I really mean I knew more, not that I want to do <laughs> money laundering. <laughs> no, 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 I understand what you're saying at all. The only money laundering I do is for getting a five in my pocket and then throwing it in the yeah, washer. Yeah, me too. So, me uh, too. <laughs> oh, look, there's a 20. Forgot to take that out. Yeah. Um, no, you're, oh, this, you're, you're this, really in it big if you're washing twenties. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I know I'm uh, reading uh, it in crooked rain. Well, if you want to find out no. about money laundering <laughs> rain, just watch, uh, watch, uh, uh, breaking Trump? bad. They'll no. teach you all about <laughs> yeah. how they launder money. There you you do it with car washes basically. Yeah. But <laughs> Something's weird. I mean, this started in 2012. This, yeah. This, yeah, his tax returns. It, th- there's a reason Mueller has hired lawyers who have, are are experts in financial trails, and and this this stuff with these these banks in in uh, where was it the Cayman Islands or uh, help me out there. Um, Remember the, the one bank in in Yemen or whatever. There is a there is a money trail here. That they're on, and ultimately, this is going to become, and uh, they said this before, a RICO case. This That's is what a I've RICO been saying. Case. I've been saying yes. it's, it's RICO and watch mm-hmm. New York State. Yes, 
I still believe that, even Absolutely. though a lot of the New York State stuff has moved over into the Mueller, you know, investigation. It's Rico. This looks like money laundering. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be his downfall. So it's going to be it's going to be Rico is his downfall. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, uh, real quick before we uh, go to the break, uh, we have a couple fun things uh, tonight for everybody. Um, it, but when we'll, we'll get back into this, uh, when, when we come back, I really want to talk about the, the, the audio from, um, Shepard Smith and Chris Wallace today. So again, some of the best coverage on this, uh, you know, just jam packed coming from Fox news and, um, Oh, Oh, the dissension in the ranks over there is, is not a popular thing. I'm, I'm reading all kinds of stories about the, the fragmentation and splintering of Fox news right now. And I say, go for it. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple things uh, for our Mad Libs tonight. I'm very excited to announce that we have Mad Libs written for us by Miles and Michelle. Oh, wow. So, yes. So, I've got the PDF files. I'm going to see uh, uh, how easy it is to type. I'll probably just write down the words on a piece of paper and fill them in as we go but yeah i'm very excited so yeah we have two all original exclusive mad libs uh for turn up the night it's very exciting and um i don't think you guys will be disappointed so uh let's go ahead and uh, run to the break and when we come back like i said we'll listen to some of the best coverage on this from fox news of all places everybody we'll be right back right after this Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I got, no, I got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. There's a good chance I may have committed some light treason. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, uh, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is 
leaves aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Uh, did another thing last night that I've been meaning to do for a while. Do you guys hear this? Of course you don't. I oiled my chair. (laughs) 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 uh, It was bugging the shit out of me. Uh, But, of course, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. I oiled my right shoulder. Oh, there you go. Yeah, oil can. Oil, oil can. And of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Y'all don't know what I oiled. Okay. You don't want to know. Did you uh, use right. VO five hot oil treatment? Oh no. Okay. But m- might I say, Rain, you were in such good shape. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get back down to brass tacks here, um, because uh, like I said, some of the uh, what I heard w- uh, this week. Well, this is just from today. Uh, Shepard Smith on America's Newsroom or whatever it's called. Um, he and Chris Wallace. Um, <laughs> well, Chris Wallace was left speechless at one point, which was pretty funny <laughs> in and of itself. Yes. I have so many tabs. That blew me away. I'm looking my my uh, internet computer, the one that I use for the chat room and everything, uh, not the production computer. But I have I like have a hundred tabs open, just because there's so many fucking. Sorry, wait, I can close that one. Do you have like a fifty inch screen? Um, uh, no, that's I think it's a twenty inch screen on that one. So do all your tabs look like a quarter inch? Uh, no, they're not quite that small. They're they're about half inch tabs, so um, so they're not Trump sized tabs. Uh, Periodically, but, I purge my tabs and just start over. Yeah, sometimes you got to do it. So actually, I, I'll, yeah. I'll kill I'll kill a few here in a minute. But yeah, so here here's part one of uh, Shepard Smith and um, Chris Wallace talking about this uh, Donald Jr.'s just fucking mess. And, uh, oh, why didn't it put the tracks in an order? That would have been nice to have them in order. That would have been neat. Thank you, Audaz- or, uh, uh, Soundbite, for not helping me. Um, so, anyway, I'm, I got them in order here. Here's uh, uh, part one. Uh, I love this. The Trump administration's credibility is shot. <laughs> so, uh, at least credibility. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? They're, yeah. I mean, uh, their credibility is shot? That's just uh, impossible. Hey, what happened? Yeah. Uh, all right. So here we go. Here's part one. It's, it's piling up, you know. And to the yesterday from Charles Krauthammer, a conservative columnist, a syndicated columnist and Fox News contributor, we got this, among other things. I leave it to the lawyers to adjudicate the legalities of the unconsummated collusion, but you don't need a lawyer to see that the Trump defense collusion as a desperate democratic fiction designed to explain away an election loss is now officially dead. Uh, The the, the, the tide has turned, has it not? Well, I, I, I think you have to put it in context. Clearly, this was attempted collusion. Uh, it, it may have been bungled collusion. But the argument that the Trump 
uh, White House campaign before transition after that. Uh, now the administration made that there was nothing to see here. So let's move on. That there was a hoax, that this was fake news, that there was no co serious contact or meaningful contact between Trump world and uh, the Russians. That's dead. That, that the credibility uh, of that is completely shot. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Hey, two Wizard of Oz references in the segment. <laughs> um uh yeah so the, the the whole talking point that we always knew we always knew this was a lie because it was only a matter of time until there was a bombshell or a smoking gun or whatever the hell you want to call it um it was only a matter of time until all this playing footsie with the russians you know that we had something concrete i mean it to think that all of the collusion or, or, you know, meetings, whatever, that had gone on with Michael Flynn, with uh, um, uh, Jared Kushner, with, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, Carter Page, Manafort, Paul Manafort, da Lewandowski, uh, Car all of them, all yeah. of them. I mean, it, it's it, it was Sorry just... Sorry to cut you off, but no, really, all it's of fine. them. fine. Yeah, it's just, it was just a matter of time before something you know cogent uh was before us and but who knew that it would actually be his son oh yeah it couldn't have been that's the part that really blows me away it was yeah. his son i had a strong suspicion when he killed an elephant <laughs> <laughs> it was I hate, like I hate him for doing that. But it was a kind of a prescient thing. Prescient. Um wow, you know of all of these cast of characters. I mean, you know, like we said Manafort, Carter Page, Lewandowski, um um um, um John Miller. God. Just just throw out names, all of the names. John the people Barrow. who were there and who were no no longer there. <laughs> yeah. It was his son. Yeah, and it you, was his son. Yeah, and you know, I thought I ha actually, you know, I think I screwed up on saving audio because there was um, there was another uh, bit of audio. I, I thought I thought I had it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I saved it in the wrong place. Oh no, there's there's some stuff from CNN from Pamela Brown I have later about the the Trump himself. Um, there's videos that have popped up of him with uh, Aris and Emin. Uh, oh, Emin. A, a Emin. and Rob Goldstone. Rob Goldstone, the one who set up the meeting on the behest of Emin and Aris uh, Agalarov, his his rich uh, oligarch daddy. One of the well, Trump referred to him as the richest man in Russia. Yep. And uh, but mm. yeah, we'll we'll get to that that later because Pamela Brown did a little report on that on CNN. It was pretty good. But um, but yeah. So here, here, here's the next one from Shep and Chris, um, and uh, you know the 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 intent of collusion is spelled out. Uh, Chris Wallace says in black and white, and it should be a concern to constituents. Now it may be that nothing came out of this meeting. That's at least what we're being told, both by the Russians and by the the Trump side. And you know how much we can trust both of them. <laughs> I, sorry to cut you off, Chris. <laughs> they, they've been such straight shooters uh, for so long. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> no, no collusion. No collusion. 
So, Borst, comrade, uh, yeah, so here we go. Now, it may be that nothing came out of this meeting. That's at least what we're being told both by the Russians Oops. and by the, the Trump side. Well, but you look at bla in black and well. white at those emails <laughs> at uh, the, the former British tabloid uh, reporter turned publicist saying that this is information coming from the prosecutor, the Russian state prosecutor. This is part of an effort by uh, the, the Russian government to tip the election to Trump. And there's going to be damaging information about Hillary Clinton. And then you have the immediate response from Donald Jr. saying, I love it. Uh, there certainly was, as I say, at the very least, attempted collusion here. Steve Hayes, uh panelists on Brett Baer's show at night, conservative, writes, the obvious question, this is from Twitter, if the meeting was a waste of time and a nothing burger, why lie after lie? To which Brett Hume replied, good question. Here's another. If it wasn't a nothing burger, then what came of it? The lies, one after another, after another, after another, Chris, they are of note and, and worthy of reporting and worthy of considering as a constituent. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad he brought up the, the, the nothing burger. I mean, because, you know, Ryan's Priebus. Oh, well, maybe he didn't know he was lying. Oh, no, he knew he was lying. They all know. Yeah, I cannot get beyond the idea that they keep saying maybe we didn't lie when they yeah. are currently this entire week. They have all been caught in one lie after another. I love the... Uh the excuse but they got nothing out of it it doesn't you know? matter they lied <laughs> i don't but it doesn't matter they tried <laughs> they tried i shot you but i missed your heart yeah and i only broke your clavicle yeah but you you're still going it's attempted murder I, I think it's really important that Shep Smith and Chris Wallace are actually acknowledging the fact that the White House has been lying mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And that's a big, big deal to me. Lying. Uh, it's a BFD. Lying. It's a BFD on uh, Fox News. Yeah. It is because I don't even know if CNN is actually saying they lied. Uh, I, love I CNN. think they are. I think they are. Yeah. It, it's just it a lie. If Jake a lie Tapp is not. Yeah. It's not collusion. I'm sure Jake, Jake Tapper and Jim Acosta are not biting their tongues on this one. I'm sure. Um, okay. Sorry. So, <laughs> but, but I hope my greater point is made. Yeah, it, it is. Lie. It is. The word lie, three letters, L-I-E, are being yeah. used, finally. Well, here, here's more on uh, Priebus. Uh, I think, yeah, I think this is the one. I, uh, Did you yeah. say here's oh. more on Priebus? Uh, more, more on Priebus, yeah. So, well, <laughs> more on the more on Priebus, uh, but yeah. So, uh, Shepard Smith and Chris Wallace, part three. This really shouldn't be a matter of liberal versus conservative, pro-Trump versus anti-Trump. If you're a fair-minded citizen, uh, you 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 ought to be concerned about the fact that we were repeatedly misled. Well, here's the rub. about what this meeting uh, concerned. <laughs> I had uh, Reince Priebus, the White House Chief of Staff, on this program at this desk a week ago last Sunday uh, and he said this was a meeting about adoption that was the story at that point that was a story that had been approved by the White House at this point I don't know whether uh, Reince who's a good fellow knew anything more about it or not but that wasn't what the meeting was about because as we learned later that day uh, after all the Sunday shows were over uh, from the New York Times not from anybody in the Trump world that this was a meeting to try to get dirt 
uh, about Hillary Clinton. And then we learned on Tuesday, as I say in black and white from those emails, well, in fact, this was supposed to be, and with what the Trump, Trump folks took the meeting to accomplish was the Russian government trying to give information about Hillary Clinton as part of an effort to swing the election to Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, I love that part where he's like, if you're a fair-minded person, well, there's the rub <laughs> when it comes to the Trump cult. Because they're barely-minded, let alone fair-minded. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, you know go at ahead. This point, at this point, I think that Reince Priebus is lying. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, Chris Chris Wallace is trying to give him a pass, saying that maybe he was given bad information, but no, no, <laughs> no. not at this point. You know, I, they say the same thing about Pence, and he's yep. up to this. He's, he's up, up to, to this, it in his little in his white Bibles, eyebrows. By his, up to it in his Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> his Bibles. His Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I don't know if we're going to get back to it, but it's very interesting when when Wallace was talking about how they were looking for information about Clinton. And I know we were talking about it earlier. The thing is, that meeting, this meeting that we're all talking about, somebody Mm -hmm. left some information on a desk Mm -hmm. in that meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was the woman lawyer or if it was the Russian spy lobbyist. Mm-hmm. But but that that plastic folder had mm-hmm. all of the information that the Russians stole from the DNC. Right. Yeah. And they left it. Right. So the Russians stole the stuff from the DNC and the Russians left it right there on a desk in Trump Tower. And then they all walked away. With Putin's shirt wrapped around it. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and I, I want to make I, I, this to me. This is really important because oh, this is. also goes back to this also goes back to what uh, Pascal, the um, the Trump digital campaign dude, and to Kushner, who was in charge of mm-hmm. who was in charge of the whole. You know how to how are we going to manage our election stuff? Right, the digital the digital operation. Yeah, was his. This is sure. important, and I don't know if this is getting reported on a on the scale that I think it should be reported on, because everybody's oh, I, really focusing on this meeting, and this meeting is big. I won't, I don't yeah. want to deny it, but and everybody, ra- everybody, raise your hand in the chat room who believes that they all left that room and never saw each other again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen anybody. That stuff I'm, was left. The stuff that the Russians stole from the DNC was left. Mm-hmm. Right there in Trump Tower. Yeah. Yeah, there were documents exchanged and they were left there, yes. This was an enormous meeting. I, I mean, not only because of the amount of people were, that were there, um, but, you know, the, the lies Trump was like, oh, no, it was a really fast meeting. They just wanted to get it in. And somebody even left in the middle of it, you know, and yeah. uh, why? To refill the borscht bowls, you know, um, it, because it, this is the thing. Uh, what Rain is talking about, huge, huge. This information was broad. There was a there w- was a folder full of information. Uh, not only that, but the interpreter was there. While everybody in that room that we know yes. their identity spoke English just fine. The attorney sp- speaks English. The spy. Oh, I'm sorry, ex-spy, now American citizen. Uh, you know, because you so you know English. once you once you're a Russian spy, you just let all that go. You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, just like just mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Putin is totally ex KGB. So I'm sure <laughs> he's reformed. Uh, yeah, he found so, Jesus. So yeah, so but yeah, this is. I mean, this is enormous when you have Trump's son and son-in-law and campaign manager. If it was just those three there, which can I just jump enormous. in? That's enormous. Please go. Can ahead. I just jump in because earlier in the week it was it was Donald Jr. and Kushner and Manafort, and they said Manafort. I think it was I think it was the woman lawyer, the Russian lawyer, who said, "Oh, he was on the phone. He really wasn't paying attention." And we were told that Kushner left the meeting really early. Do you all remember that? Yeah, because that's what I remember hearing. So Trump was there the whole time. Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. Kushner was there for about five minutes, and Manafort was on the phone, not paying attention, which is what Trump was trying. Trump, yeah. the father, was trying to say, "All of this is a lie." And and you want to tell me? You want to All tell me the 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 one one thing that really bothers the shit out of me is, oh well, well, Mister Trump, he didn't know about this until just the other day. That his is lawyers such, knew about it months ago. That is such a fucking lie. Because seriously, tell me, tell me that two of your three of your top surrogates are going to a meeting where they're promised information that could help potentially bring down your opponent. Tell me they're not going to tell you about that immediately and be like, "Oh, Daddy, listen to what we got." Oh my God. Yeah, you Donald know? Trump's First lawyers of all, I posted knew in, about this meeting. Right. Right. I remember I posted that in the production notes uh, last night. The the lawyers were told three weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. No, I I heard they were told months ago. Well, that could be true, but but first of all, you but know, either like, way, does it Kenny matter? He knew about it the well, day it happened. And this is this is an interesting little contrast. You brought up compartmentalization earlier. There is no compartmentalization uh, when you're talking about a campaign in the that level of people in the campaign. When you're talking about the candidate's son, son-in-law, and campaign director, no, everybody's on the same page. I mean, they, they, that's the top. That's the tippy top. That's not people working the phones. That's not people giving out yard signs. Those are the fucking people who know everything and report back with everything they know. So, yeah, that's a whole steaming pile of bullshit that Trump knew about this from day fucking one. I bet I would not be surprised. Yeah. And just real quick, I would not be surprised. I know I I said in jest on Twitter that John Miller might have been at that meeting. I would not fucking be surprised for a second if Trump was on the phone or in person at that meeting. I Mm -hmm. still believe he was either on the phone or there. I do. That might have been. Let's not forget that the. The day after that yeah. meeting, that motherfucking guy who's in the White House right now was talking about the emails, yes. Hillary's emails. The interpreter might have been actually for him to to say things in smaller <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm sorry to cut you off. I I just. No, it's all right. It's all right. Well, let, let's let's get through the rest of this audio. There, 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 there's only three more, and uh, a couple of them are rel- relatively short. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, yeah, the, who was the eighth person? That's what they're going to talk about right now. Because uh, uh, Chris, uh, this is funny because Chris Wallace is like, "Who knows if this is all we know about this story?" You know, <laughs> you're exactly right. We've been told a, a variety of stories. Uh, we've gotten 
And who knows if we're if we've gotten to the end of the story? We, we thought we I, got to the end of the I story now know with the we emails. Haven't. I now know we haven't, because there's news breaking at this moment, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Fox News can now confirm new, more. Donald Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, Paul Manafort, the lawyer from Russia, the interpreter, this new guy we found out about today, and a mystery person. John Roberts confirms there was an eighth person in that meeting. We don't know. There may have been more, but there was an eighth so there you go. That was uh, the breaking news today. The eighth person. So I love that because Wallace is like, we don't know if there's more. And he's like, I can tell you there is more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, and oh. I love the end part when he's like, I, I got I, I, I'm speechless. Oh, well, that's the next one. That's the next one. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, it, you know, and, and I want to say all the, bra- the, the bravest asshole cult- Trump cultists that actually did decide to come out onto the um, message board on this story or on the comment section of this story. Um, guess what they attacked about Shepard Smith. Oh, let me guess. He's gay. Bingo. That's all they fucking had. I got into it. It was with this one asshole. And, and I was like, I was like, hi, dick. Because <laughs> you can actually say dick and not get banned. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hi, dick. Uh, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, of course you have nothing and you're just going to attack his sexuality. I said, and he's like, why is he using progressive talking points? And I was like, did you ever hear Shepard Smith talk about waterboarding when George W. Bush was president? Because he said we do not fucking torture on live TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, Shep Smith has been a pretty decent guy a lot of the time. Not always. Um, uh, I'm going to see if I can find that real quick. Yeah, here we go. Here, here's a quick, uh, quick edit. 2009, Shepard Smith. We are America. I, agree. I don't give a rat's ass if it helps. I agree. We it's are America. Right. We do not fucking torture. There we go. <laughs> it's been a while. So, uh, so that was okay. So it wasn't during the Bush administration, or maybe it was at the very uh, tail end. It was 2009. Maybe that was January. I don't know. Um, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he was going after the idea of waterboarding. But anyway, yeah. So here's the one where uh, Chris Wallace uh, ends up just being uh, verklempt. <laughs> Jared Kushner. Filled out his form. I think. Oh, it- oh, yeah. I'm sorry. This is this is the one about Kushner. Um, just remembering a hundred people he forgot to put on his uh, <laughs> his F86 form uh, that he was supposed to do uh, for you know well as soon as he was uh, right after the election. I assume, right? Well, when you apply when you apply for a for security security clearance, yeah for security you have clearance. to fill out an, an SF uh, standard form 86. And uh, then you're interviewed by an FBI agent. Yeah. So, which he uh, was. Yeah. So, so, but uh, uh, he's, uh, you know, for such a young fella, seems like his memory's failing him. Here you go. Jared Kushner filled out his form, I think it's an F 86, saying who he'd met with and what he'd done. Very important stuff. You can go to prison for messing it up, you know, intentionally. He went back and added 100 names and places. None of these people made it. They, they, they're still not clean. We're still not clean on this, Chris. It's if there's nothing there, and that's what they tell us. They tell us there's nothing to this, and nothing came of it. There's a nothing burger. It wasn't even memorable. Didn't write it down. Didn't tell you about it because it wasn't anything. So I didn't even remember it with a Russian interpreter in the room at Trump Tower. 
if all of that, why all these lies? Why, why is it lie after lie after lie? If you clean, come on clean. You know? <laughs> My grandmother used to say, when first we practice to... Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. <laughs> the deception, Chris, is, is mind-boggling. And there are still people who out there who believe we're making it up. And one day they're going to realize we're not. And look around and go, where are we? And why are we getting told all these lies? I, you know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah, that yeah. silence you heard was Chris Wallace speechless. Yeah. Are there studios in different states? Because that was a hell of a delay. <laughs> no, I just, I think he was stunned. I think he was because, I mean, you I know. Too. It, it, and that's, you know, kind of, I, I think a lot of us, uh, again, as Americans, and and good on, you know, Chris Wallace for saying, you know, I don't think this is a, you know, a left-right issue. This isn't, you know, liberal, conservative, Democratic, Republican issue. You know, if you're a fair-minded individual, you're going to say something's fucking wrong. My words, not his. It's not uh, left and right. <laughs> no, it, it's not. No. It's, it really it's, isn't it's, left it's, and right. It's about... It's about it's saving right. our country. Trump reality. It's, wrong and right. it's Trump's Trump's artificial reality versus reality. That's right. And, and but really, give him a break. Who of us have not forgotten to put a hundred people oh. on our SF six? <laughs> sure, you know I I. Right? I've yeah, done it all the time. I, come on, easy mistake to make. It's you 100? know. Sure. It's like, you know, who hasn't forgotten to write their name on their math test? You know? <laughs> you'll know. You'll know that when you go in to do that SB, whatever it is, it's not on email. You have to actually go in and sit in front of a computer and fill it out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The SF-86 is, is uh, it, it was described on uh, by... by uh, might have been Malcolm Nance. It's it's yes. a far, even even uh, defense contractors, private contractors who work on, on on classified stuff, have to fill it out, and and the FBI has to interview you, and they have to tell you, ask you all the places you went, and all the people you talked to, and the minute details of your life, because you're potentially uh, uh, blackmail blackmail material. So it comes down to the fact that I don't understand why he keeps he keeps getting a mulligan. Yeah, People because he's the pres- because he's the president's son-in-law, and only the president could pull your, or, or, and the president can can uh, can have the last word on your security clearance. Right. So if it was me or you, we would have had it pulled by now. Here's, and probably here's the thing. Here's the thing. Going on in the future, if people lie on their SB, whatever the number is, I'm sorry, I'm not good at the number. If they fail it, they can say, "Well, hey, Jared Kushner got away with it." Yeah, it's it's, it's again so, lowering you know, that bar. This is setting. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. They buried the bar. This is really well, bad. Like I told you, the that bar there the bar is now passing the the magma surrounding the solid iron core of the earth and now <laughs> yeah. is stuck like like Excalibur in the stone um, <laughs> in the core of the earth and never to be retrieved. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's a little bar. Yeah, that's a real low bar. Uh, and you know, it, it, next step is to take it uh, past uh, all Dante's uh, rings of hell uh, which which kind of feels like we're in one of them right now 
maybe the Dick Cheney Memorial Wing, Adam Hebert. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we got to go to the break, but uh, I think Mr. Hebert is going to be on reverse Colin with us tonight. I, I'm pressuring him because uh, no, we had no other takers. Um, I'd like to get his take on a few things here. So anyway, let's go ahead and get to the green news report. When we come back, uh, we're going to have, uh, uh we, we have at least one very special birthday today. I know, uh, of the, uh, uh, indie media weekly family. Uh, so you know who you are. I think he's still in the chat. I'll have to check it out. Um, but, uh, anywho, let's go ahead and get to the green news report, uh, name calling birthdays, uh, hopefully Adam Hebert on reverse calling. And of course, uh, some very special Mad Libs for hour three, uh, at the end of the show from Miles and Michelle exclusives, turn up the night exclusives, everyone yes. who can, who can ask hey. for anything more. All right. We'll be right back after the green who news could report. ask for anything more. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com It's Thursday, July 13, 2017. Ice shelves there and elsewhere around Antarctica are really kind of the canaries in the coal mine. Iceberg the size of Delaware finally breaks off of Antarctica. The system will be three times more powerful than any system on Earth. Tesla will build the world's biggest battery in 100 days or it's free. Trump's EPA moves to revive the controversial pebble mine in Alaska. Plus, France moves to phase out coal and the internal combustion engine. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Ever since the last Ice Age ended about 40,000 years ago, we've been warming ever since then. So we're continuing and the Earth goes through these cycles where we cool and we warm. And that's what we are right now. We're on a warming trend. Hey, James Quinones, weatherman from KPNX in Phoenix. Why don't you learn what the hell you're talking about before you go on the air and misinform Phoenix? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Phoenix just went through one of their worst heat waves ever, and you've got weathermen either not explaining what's going on to the people of Phoenix or just lying to them like James Quinones. Sorry, it makes me really angry. Yeah, I can tell. I'm not even a weatherman, but I try to learn what the hell I'm talking about before I say it. Anyway... What do you have for us today in the Green News Report? Well, one of the and don't screw it up. Well, one of the largest <laughs> icebergs ever recorded just broke free from Antarctica, according to British scientists and NASA satellite images. The much-watched, fast-growing crack across the massive Larsen Sea ice shelf finally broke off sometime between Monday and Wednesday, calving an iceberg the size of Delaware, more than 600 feet deep, containing enough ice to cover all 50 states in. More than four inches of ice. It's so big that maps of Antarctica will have to be revised. It won't raise sea levels by itself because the ice shelf was already sitting in the water, but its loss will likely accelerate the slide of land ice behind it into the sea. It's a further sign that Antarctica's ice sheets are destabilizing. Now, there is some controversy about whether this would have happened with or without global warming. Is there anything definitive yet either way? 
as of now, there's no consensus, there's disagreement among scientists, but it is consistent with what they've predicted. So when there's no facts to support something, we don't claim there is. At the same time, when there are facts to support something, we don't lie about it to the public, James Quinones, weatherman of KPNX in Phoenix. Meanwhile, the Environmental Protection Agency is taking a first step in reviving the controversial proposed pebble mine in Alaska's Bristol Bay watershed. That's despite overwhelming opposition from residents, tribes, environmental groups, and the commercial fishing industry, and despite being rejected by the Obama administration on the grounds that the mine's toxic waste would harm the world's largest salmon fishery. The EPA has opened up a new public comment period for folks to weigh in on whether they think that mine should go forward. Well, poisoning the food supply is one thing. Making money is another. Keep your priorities straight, Ms. Doyen. In Australia, Tesla CEO Elon Musk is making good on his offer to build the world's biggest battery for the province of South Australia. Cool. South Australia suffered massive blackouts earlier this year after a tropical storm downed power lines, and Australia's conservative leadership falsely blamed that on renewable energy. Musk has now signed a contract to build a $50 million battery system in 100 days or it's free, in a press conference, Musk said he made the bet to prove the concept. And to prove that the people who were blaming renewable energy were wrong. There was really this opportunity to make um, a significant statement about renewable energy to the world to show that you can really do uh, a heavy-duty, large-scale uh, utility-level battery, battery system. In China, a rural province served as a real-world testing ground to prove that it is possible to switch to 100% renewable energy on a regional scale. For a full week in mid-June, 6 million people in a rural region in northwest China used only renewable energy, hydroelectric, wind, and solar power for all of their electricity needs. It was an amount equivalent to burning more than 500,000 tons of coal. The test reportedly came off without a hitch, with no grid reliability issues and without all the pollution. Finally, France has announced it will phase out all internal combustion engines by 2040. It's part of a new series of energy measures unveiled by French President Emmanuel Macron to make his country carbon neutral by 2050. France will also stop granting licenses for new oil and gas exploration and will phase out coal for generating electricity by 2022. Wow, the rest of the world is doing some fascinating things when it comes to renewable energy. Yes, they are. Thank you very much for more on all of these stories and the many that we didn't have time for, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Phoenix from the place We will rise together Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. 
He even talks honky. I forgot to play a honky drop. I'll play this. Uh, no. What the hell? Yeah. What the hell? Oh, and by the way, this is this clip. What uh, the hell? Uh, is uh, David Lynch as Gordon Cole uh, from Twin Peaks, and uh, there's a meme now of uh, because in the series Twin Peaks, he's watching something on a television monitor. And uh, after he sees it, he says, uh, What the hell? So now there's a meme on YouTube where it's like Gordon Cole reacts to something bonkers. And then he says, well, What the hell? Yeah. So <laughs> so it's pretty awesome. Um, by the way, great Twin Peaks news for Kenny Pick. Uh, I, I not only bought the Secret History of Twin Peaks uh, hardcover book, but I just got the audio CD in the mail. Uh, well, the eight volume uh, uh, book on CD. Uh, it, not because I, 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 I'm lazy and I'm not going to read the book. Because I'm going to read the book and I'm going to listen to this. Because it has like original and new cast members reading all of this different stuff. So it's like a cool twist on everything. And the book is beautiful too. It's uh, um, it, it, what, it, what do they call it? An epistolary novel, I believe. Uh, which means it's a, a bunch of like found documents, like newspaper clippings, correspondence, diary entries, FBI reports, things like that. So it's a really, uh, really cool book. I'm very excited about. It. So I'll give a review of the secret history of Twin Peaks, probably on Mike Check Radio, because that's that's kind of the home for such things. Um, but uh, anywho, uh, welcome back to the show, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. And Sharky has been out and back in the house oh. on the break. Oh, very good. Very good. Walkies. Yes. Walkies. He got, uh, he got a whiz. <laughs> excellent. And, uh, and of course, I'll be joining you and uh, 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 Tim and Adam Hebert. And I forget who the, the uh, fifth person is. Maybe there will be an eighth person on uh, the Tim Carmel show this week. We're not telling. Uh, yeah. And hopefully there will be an interpreter as well. Well, the, uh, 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 spoiler alert: there will be there will be an un, there will be an appearance by the unknown press secretary. Oh, very good! The- Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Uh, maybe. Uh, yes. yes. And uh, uh, of course, last but definitely not least, Rain. Are you ready to uh, give some shout-outs to folks? I am. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, there you go, Rain. And tonight, our biscuits include Adam Hebert, Caitlin Chris, Clinster, Francie. Hi, Francie. God, I loved Francie. Oh, she's wonderful. We'll talk about that. God. Um, Jay Colley, Kat, Kenny Pick, Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Cool black dude. Hi, Joe. Hi. Living on Long Island, Marnus, Michelle in South Florida. Yeah, hi. I'm sorry, Joe. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you got any biscuits? Michelle in South there? Florida. <laughs> so, Mich- I Michelle. Was on a roll. I played that over Michelle in South Florida, but there we go. 
Michelle in South Florida, Moon Mayor, Nova Moonlight, Peter in San Francisco, President, myself, Sandy in Durwood, Scooter Cans, Theo, Tim Coromel, and Trojan Rabbit. And I, ha- I happen to know that Barbara in D.C. is listening. Oh, good. Uh, I think Miles is not in the chat, but he's listening as well. So, and uh, wasn't um, Garbsky was here earlier too, right? Yes. Yeah, she had to take off. So, uh, but yeah, I have it on good authority that um, it's a certain uh, special somebody uh, who happened to do a program here every Monday uh, called Paul's Memory Bank. <gasps> yes, Trojan Rabbit has a birthday boner coming his way. Any any other birthdays that anybody knows of? I think that's it. Well, I, I'll tell you what. He deserves the spotlight boner right now. So, Paul, happy birthday, my brother. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And what, was there an anniversary around now, too, for anybody? Yes, um... He's not in the chat, but our friend Trisec is celebrating his 21st anniversary Ooh. with Mrs. Trisec. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You point him in the right direction. And Trisec, happy anniversary to you and the missus. Uh, Susan and I just celebrated our 19th, so we're catching up to you. <gasps> wow. So I think yes. the 21st is the liquor license uh, <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, this was a carton of cigarettes anniversary for us. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy anniversary, guys. Thanks. Yes, ours was on uh, the uh, 10th. It was uh, Tuesday. No. Well, I'm sorry because I it fell was. asleep that day. Yeah, it was. It was. So, um, anywho. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Did I forget our anniversary? Was it Monday? Shh. Let's just... Yeah, it was Monday. Don't, it was Monday. We went. We okay. went to. We went to Bad Italian. Uh, so <laughs> yes, yes. I, I don't mean me Joe. They, they, they didn't have no. They didn't have, well, you, you told us, and, and they yeah. didn't have spicy meatballs. Spicy meatballs. They didn't have it. No, they, they, they. Susan got this. Uh, this pasta, and it had frozen vegetables in it. It was really bad. It's the kind of frozen, uh, like stir fry vegetables. It was terrible. Oh. So anyway, I went to a, I went to a restaurant like that, and they had, I had frozen lasagna. Yeah, the lasagna was good. Uh, we got a small Damn it. pizza. What is yeah. going on here? We got a small yeah. pizza as an appetizer, and the lasagna was okay. I felt so bad because Susan's meal was so lackluster. I, I like, I, I gave her ha- like half my lasagna because I was just like, just take this. I'll let me eat some of your bad food. So, uh, so I did that. That's love, man. That's, That's love. love. That is love. So anyway, Trisec and Mrs. Yeah. Trisec, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary, but be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, 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 happy annivers
Sorry, that was kind of unceremonious. I'm just like, let me play the jingle. Of course it's not Hi, Adam. Are you there, buddy? Okay. He's he's working on his settings. So, But we can hear you is what I'm typing to him. Okay. Okay, you can hear us. Oh, you can hear me. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I yeah. can hear you. You can hear us? God damn this new Skype. God damn this new Skype. Oh. So are, are, you, damn are, it. are you with us, Adam? Hello. Yes. Hi. Hello? Ah. Uh, oh, I, I'm going to have to play the... This is going well. This is really oh, this going is well. Pretty cool. Yeah, we can hear him, oh, but he can't God hear us. God damn it! God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> All right, Adam? <laughs> Anything. Adam, go to the light. Go Adam, to the light. Come on, Adam. <laughs> go to the light, Adam. Go to the Focus, light. Focus, my brother. He's having. He he got the new Skype the other day, and it and it hasn't been working out too good for him. So uh, he's oh, here. He just he just dropped off actually. So oh dear. God. Um, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just, a, my my Skype he, thing just jumped. Oh, there he is. is. He in there. there? You there, Is he in there, Adam? I can't. I can't even go to work. I'm. I'm telling you. I can't. I, 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 I can't help but laugh. <laughs> can you hear us, Adam? Yes, I can hear you. Are you, you here? My Skype Thanks, thing jump. I am so sorry about that, but I get home and Skype. You know, it's a, the the call start. You know, it starts to ring. I answer, and nothing's working the way it's supposed to. Mm. I, you know. Mm. Well, That's Adam. Welcome to the That's program. That's what the entire Trump campaign said, Adam. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> well, Ad- Ad- Adam, uh, welcome to the program. I'm sorry you had troubles, but it's great to have you on, my brother. And um, uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, I got the audiobook of uh, The Secret History of Twin Peaks. And the good yes. thing, the good thing yeah. about it is it's broken down track by track, so I could play some tonight if I wanted on uh, The Night Show. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, it looked like an interesting book. Um I think I may have bought the audiobook from Audible because I do the two audiobooks a month thing. Uh, you know, it's yeah. hard for me to sit still, you know, long enough to um mm-hmm. you know, read do, you know, do some appreciable uh reading and I, I still feel like a schmuck about that, but you know yeah. Welcome to, to the it. world of being ADHD, you know. Well, the book itself well, is, the- is quite beautiful because it's uh like like I said it's an epistolary novel, I think is the correct term for it, uh which is um like found documents. And and the design team on this did a, gr- a great job of like doing fake like you know, the Twin Peaks Gazette, you know, kind of things or okay. fake like redacted FBI documents, things like that. So uh, it's it's really cool looking. So, um, but anywho, I, I got something special for you, Adam. Okay. Uh, Andy Circus was on uh, Colbert the other day. My precious. Well, <laughs> Colbert had him read a couple Trump tweets as Gollum. <laughs> yes, I, I gotta say, you know, I, I, you know, I have, you know, 
Andy Serkis is one of the actors I respect the most, just because, you know, people think, oh, he just does motion cap. Look, mm -hmm. motion cap is physical, and it's also, you know, having to do the voice. You oh, know, yeah. he's doing, you know, he's doing Gollum. He, like I saw that. I saw what you're gonna play. Okay, um, he's doing that without, you know. Post production, folks. That's him. You know. Yeah. The, you know. They had a really good like, conversation. Colbert had a really good conversation about it, about how much of his performance actually goes into, like, say, when he plays Caesar in uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise. And I, I thought one of the coolest things that uh, Andy Serkis said was, after uh, he finished up the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, Peter Jackson came to him and asked him if he wanted to do motion capture for King Kong. And he's like, where, uh, you know, he's like, that's great. Typecasting is gone. You know, how, you know, how does one actor go from playing like a, a three foot, you know, tall, weird little demented creature to, uh, you know, a 25 foot, you know, gorilla. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, I thought it was it's it, it's a fascinating subject, and and I, I one would hope that maybe you know the like the Oscars would recognize what actors put into this, and um, you know because I, I think he, some of his performances I, I I think are I think they're Oscar worthy, especially oh I definitely Gollum you know. Oh yes. Well, so. and, you know, I, I will say, you know, Lord of the Rings is it, it, it's definitely very important in 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 history and and I'm sorry, fan, fantasy cinema history. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the first genre, you know, one of the first fantasy films, solid fantasy, to actually, um, you know, win an Oscar. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Well, I last it, but you know. Yeah. So anyway, without further ado, though, Andy Serkis reading uh, Trump tweets as Gollum, and it's fucking amazing. The fake news media has never been so wrong or so dirty. Purposely incorrect stories and phony sources to meet their agenda of hate. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Despite the constant negative press, kerfuffle. <laughs> wait, 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 what's kerfuffle, precious? No one knows. <laughs> yeah. That's the most beautiful thing. Oh I gotta say. I gotta say, they actually sound better that way. <laughs> yeah, they, they truly do. And hopefully one day, Trump will tweet this out. You don't have any friends. Nobody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sneaky little fake news. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, that, that was pretty good. Huh? So we hate the Trumpists. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do golf that one. I'm going to have to work on it. It's not as good as my Yoda. Well, you know, what was really funny is when, right before he was, uh, Colbert, like, kind of coyly asked him to read these things. And immediately he he hopped up and, like, hunched down on the chair, like, stood on the chair and hunched down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it was just go time for him. Now, Rand, did you ever see the, the those movies, the Lord of the Rings trilogy? 
No. That's okay. So, uh, but you you're familiar with Gollum. Uh, uh, I am familiar. Yeah. I was. So. I, I said no, and I was waiting for people to say what. No, don't worry. I, you know, I, I'm not the hugest fan of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, uh, you know, I I, f- I found it very difficult to get through his books when I was a kid. Um, uh, it just you know, I, I I was always more of a sci-fi than a fantasy reader anyway. But uh, the one thing that was always stand out to me was Andy Serkis as Gollum, and of course uh, Elijah Wood, and um, oh, what's his, uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, so, yes. yeah, the, but you know, Tol- some, some, Tolkien. Go ahead, Joe. Tolkien. Oh, Tolkien is very much the reason it's hard to get through the the trilogy is because it's very much like. Remember, I, I always talk about Anna Karenina or uh, War and Peace and those mm-hmm. Russian novels. He does the same thing. Each character, just like Gollum, has has two or three names. Mm-hmm. So they'll refer to uh, a king as uh, uh, one of the king, uh, kings of men by one name and then by another, uh, all during the book, and and it's confusing. Yeah, uh, Frank Her- Frank Herbert did the same thing to a certain. Degree. I almost said Frank Hebert. Hebert. Ah. <laughs> ha! Fair enough. There but also, one thing Tolkien did was. Uh, he basically created modern mythology. Sure. You know, uh, that uh, because, you know, when he was, he, he was originally a scholar of Norse myth. Beowulf was one of his favorite, you know, was, yeah. it was a story, you know, like, you know how every, every weapon has a name and his, you know, has a nice name. That's, sure. that's taken directly from mythology. You know, especially the Norse. The, the you know the Vikings loved to name their weapons. Yeah, and credit where credits due. We wouldn't have modern fantasy without Tolkien. We wouldn't have Game of Thrones. We probably wouldn't have had Dungeons and Dragons or any kind of fantasy games um, if it wasn't for Tolkien. You know, I mean, he mm-hmm. he basically was kind of a pop culture icon uh, for for what he did, and um, you know, and the world's a better place for it. But uh, but anyway, uh, we're getting towards the top of the hour. But Adam, I was going to extend the invite. Do you want to stay for the, the third hour? Would I? Yeah, I'm sure. in. Yeah, I figure we have because we have two special Mad Libs tonight. One from Miles and one from Michelle. And uh, I thought it would be good to have three people on to be able to fill in the blanks that our chat room doesn't fill in. Um, but yeah, well, um, still- yeah. Go ahead. I feel bad for not being able to help you out last Friday while we were out and about. Hey, no worries. No worries. So uh, it'll be good to, uh, like I said, uh, have you uh, on with us. And we got some stuff to laugh about. Hopefully nothing to get too angry over. We do have more Colbert because uh, I I was, he's, he's just been tearing shit up on Trump Jr. It's just amazing. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, so that we have more, more Colbert and some stuff from, uh, uh, (laughs) CNN's Pamela Brown and uh, yes, Rain. I even got Eric Bowling's conspiracy theory. Ah. Fuck. Is uh, my question about Eric Bowling? Is he more racist than he is stupid, or more stupid than he is racist, or is it equal? I'm just F- gonna go photo with finish like, there. I'm gonna go yeah. with like a mixture of the puddings, <laughs> the white pudding and the brown pudding. It's like a he's like a, he's like a twist. He's a twist ice cream cone with that. <laughs> so. He's more like a. He's more like a shark. 
<laughs> oh dear. It's like having to choose between stuffing and potatoes at Thanksgiving. It, oh. Can't it be both? It can't be both. But what were you going to say, Ray? Well, it can be both. It can be both if you don't hate Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, who talks about Hillary Clinton more now? The, I mean, seriously. <laughs> Do, do we ever talk? We never talk about Hillary Clinton on this show, but all the conservative shows. But Hillary! <laughs> Fuck you, shut up. Quit your crying. I'll air, we'll airdrop a fucking pallet of Kleenex so you can dry your fucking Hillary tears. Get over. Woman up. Yep. Well, Trump there blamed that, that meeting on, on Obama. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, they, oh, okay. Yeah. Who let that woman in? Who let that woman in the country? Yeah, she just waltzed right. She invaded Trump Tower. So anyway, all right. Well, let's go. Where is Hillary Clinton all over the media? God damn it! (sighs) It's not. She's not all over the media. She's just having a good life. Yeah, Yeah, she's the the only media. Yeah, the only media she's all over is right wing media, because they got nothing. They got no defense. So, all right, well, yeah. let's hit, hit, go ahead real quick, Adam, and then we got to go to break. Well, I was going to say they know they know Trump's going to get his ass nailed to the wall. <sighs> what mm-hmm. a lovely dream, and hopefully it will become a reality. So, it's anyway, it's going to take, it's gonna take as small as his penis. I, I was going to say oh. it's going to take a lot of nails to put that ass to a wall. Now, see, Rain, you, you had to do Don't serve penis in this house! Well, he, Adam didn't say it on reverse calling, so there you go. We, we made up for that. Okay, break time. Let's hit it. We'll be right back with uh, the final hour of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Must have the precious. They stole it from us. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, uh, one Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, Rain. It's still swampy here. 
Still a little swampy? A little muggy. Very swampy. A little, little muggy, as our, uh, uh, I think, retired weathercaster Dick Goddard would say in uh, Cleveland. He'd say, it's muggy, buggy, and warm. Um, so, <laughs> And, uh, of course, uh, Adam ain't Hebert. Nothing jo- been nothing yes. been Noth- ain't nothing been drained. Nothing been drained. Ain't nothing been drained. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, and, of course, uh, joining us from Enterprise, Alabama, the one and only Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Welcome back to the program, sir. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. And thank you again for getting this new computer, uh, uh, you and Miles, of course, for getting this uh, the whole setup going for me. Uh, so we don't have, we, we can do worry-free broadcasting now. Uh, that is the Adam Hebert co-promise. Yes. Hebert oh, and by, yeah. by the way, SoundCloud, uh, check out SoundCloud's latest tweet. They said, your songs aren't going anywhere and neither are we. So... We'll see, because, yeah, so there's been some drama with SoundCloud, everybody, our podcast provider, so we'll see. We have a backup plan in case things go south, but we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, And last but definitely not least, uh, well, he has a jingle. Watch a screen with me. Big place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, we're gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your eyes. Matter, kid, don't you like clowns? Everybody loves clowns, right, Joe Santorsa? Yes, and it's Santorsa Nitskaya to you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> ah, and I cannot wait for the clown car this week. <laughs> the what, unknown. What's a famous Russian Press- car? What's a famous Russian car model? Sorry, trick question. There are none. Oh, here, no. The, the uh, I, I know one. The Nitskaya Lark. <laughs> Nitskaya Lark? <laughs> oh, okay. We, we I think we can do even better than a rim shot for that. We'll give you that. Yeah. He's here on my folks. All right. So, uh, I just something. Try the veal and uh, tip your waitress. <laughs> uh, try the waitress and tip your veal. Uh, <laughs> I just realized something, though. What's that? Kenny, Kenny, you and I are here tonight. We're going to yes. be together tomorrow night, and then yes. we're going to be together Sunday afternoon. Together the, uh, forever. You're stuck with me. I know. Look at that. Who's the sidekick in this scenario? Yes, it's true. They are happy to be stuck with two. <laughs> um, I, I don't do second bananas. Uh, yeah. All right. I call, shot, I call shotgun on Tim's show. <laughs> I call shotgun in the clown car. <laughs> uh, in the what, what, what's the, what's the uh, the car name again, Joe? <laughs> the clown car. No, no, no. The the Russian car. Uh, oh, oh, it's a Nitskylark. <laughs> Nitskylark. Yes. So. Yeah. All right. Shotgun in that Skylark. All right. Uh, let's let's go ahead. Did it have positive traction? <laughs> no, it has Putin traction. 
Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what were you going to say, Adam, in Putin's Russia? And Putin's Russia car drive you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, car run over you. <laughs> let's let's get to uh, let's get to the other Colbert audio here, and I'm gonna I'm about ready to uh, solicit uh, for uh, Mad Libs, but uh, I need a second here to transcribe some things. So here is uh, Colbert. At, uh, this is his follow up from Wednesday on the uh, Trump Junior Russia collusion meeting. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tweet out everything you know. I told y'all about how Don Jr. met with a Russian lawyer who claimed to have dirt on Hillary Clinton. Seemed pretty bad, but it turned out much worse. Yeah. <laughs> because then the New York Times reported that Trump Jr. was told in an email that this was a Russian effort to aid Trump's campaign. Wow. Who could have predicted an email scandal would taint a presidential campaign? That's damning. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't. You can't have that. But we did not know what these emails were. We did not know if these emails were even real. How would we ever see them? For that, Donald Trump Jr. would have to tweet them out this morning at 11 a.m. What? What are you doing? Who told him to do this? Does he even have a lawyer? Because you rarely see a cop show where the lawyer bursts into the interrogation room and shouts, keep talking. In fact, tweet out everything you know. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Colbert. Uh, oh, my God. I know people. He kind of got off to a rocky start on his show. But honestly, the Trump administration was probably the best thing to happen to his uh, his career. Yeah. He's Emmy nominated. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was floundering for uh, a, a for, uh, to find himself on that show after Letterman because mm -hmm. it's not he's not the same kind of guy. And really, what he did was he he really got back into form from the Colbert Report without doing the character. Yes, I mean he was really able to play up the political end of it, which Letterman never really did. Yeah, he did from time to time, but you're right, not uh, but yeah, not uh, heavily. Right. Um, so, uh, so I, I think he found his, I think he re, he, he refound his voice, his Colbert Report uh, voice uh, once Trump became president. Oh, definitely. Well, so, um, I mean, Trump please, is ahead. the greatest gift of comedy in American history. You know, worst gift to America ever, had, though. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the, the freaking cheese ball has no class. Remember in Werewolf, the cheese ball's got no class. <laughs> you should get that I'm drop. Gonna to, I'm gonna have. Yeah. That's perfect for uh, for Mike Check Radio. And um, uh, all right, let, let's go ahead and uh, uh, rain. Unless you uh, want to add anything before we get to the next Colbert clip. Got nothing. All right, go here's forward. here's part two on his follow up. You know, and again, I was debating whether or not playing this because he didn't even. I, I, I'd love to hear what he's saying now about this shit. You know, so uh, but I guess I'll find out uh, tomorrow. Yesterday, Reince Priebus said this whole story is a nothing burger. Well, these emails have turned it into an all-you-can-prosecute buffet. Because <laughs> Don Jr.'s emails were with British music publicist and guy who Tony Soprano whacked in season three, 
Rob Goldstone. Okay, uh, this Brit met the Trumps at the 2013 Miss Universe pageant in Moscow. And I believe his job was to remove all the locks from the dressing room doors. So, <laughs> let's dive into these emails. Remember, it is going to take careful parsing to prove that the Trump campaign was privately colluding with Russia to get damaging confidential information about Hillary Clinton. This is the first email. Subject, Russia, Clinton, private and confidential. <laughs> Let's stop right there. I think we can pause. We should take a pause, maybe even hydrate. Okay, um... Oh, where is it called? We're five words in. And four of them are Russia, Clinton, private, confidential. The only word that's innocent is and. This is true. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> He, he's just nailing it, Rain. How do you, how do you comment on that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, how do you comment on that? Um, Anybody see? Uh, we it, yeah, I, uh, we're like Chris by, Wallace here. By the way, you know, you could have Goldstones removed now through your belly button. <laughs> Can you? Did you know that? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, yeah. I did not know. Mr. Goldstone. Yeah. (laughs) Goldstoner. No, I'm talking about that. God damn it. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about that that musical. I'm singing Ethel Merman. Ethel, yes. Oh, Ethel. Ethel, yeah, Ethel Merman. They were playing that one on set. Gypsy. On Stephanie Miller? Yes, it was playing on Stephanie Miller. And this is my one chance to just... Pretend like I can sing like Ethel Merman. Mr. Goldstone. That was very good, Rarian. That Thank was you. very good. Thank you. No. Yes. yes. I liked it. In I the future, in the future, I think you all should know. And I have friends outside of this show who've seen me. And I have been challenged to sing any song Ethel Merman style. And I can do it. Wow. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, I, I want to hear you do uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Don't Fear the Reaper. It's <laughs> oh. good. Uh, uh, so, all right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to uh, the th- clip three from Colbert talking about Donnie uh, Jr.'s Trump, uh, or I'm sorry, or Trump Russia woes, I suppose. Goldstone goes on to write about their mutual acquaintance, Russian pop singer Emin Agalarov. Good morning. Emin just called and asked me to contact you with something very interesting. The Crown Prosecutor of Russia met with his father, Aris, this morning, and in their meeting offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father. <coughs> I'm sorry, I just got a little cough because of this smoking gun I just found. Goldstone could not have been clearer that this was going to be shady stuff. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information. Yes, obviously. That's why he encrypted his communique with an algorithm that cybersecurity experts call email. Okay? And just a reminder, these emails were leaked by Donald Trump Jr. himself. He's his own deep throat, okay? (laughs) 
He's deep throating himself. No. It's impressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to be double jointed to do that. Can I get some brain bleach over here, please? Uh, Make it yeah. a double. Um, yeah, here you go. Oh, wait, double? Uh, hold on. Yeah. There it is. Okay, you got it. Um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty solid. Uh, any comments on that before we get to the next one? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Everything's coming up, Goldstone. See, I knew if I didn't say anything, Merman was going to come out again. Everything's coming up, Goldstone. Yeah. All right. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, Love it. All right, here's the last one from Colbert. I'm going to finish writing down all of our Mad Lib uh, entries here. Just to make sure that there's no doubt about the radioactive criminality of the proposed meeting, Goldstone spells out that it's part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. <laughs> this could not be any more damning if Goldstone had sent him an evite. You are invited to commit tree, son. Would you like to betray your country? Yes, no. It's funny because it's treason. So, naturally, yeah. When Don Jr. learned that a hostile foreign power was trying to undermine our democracy, he immediately reported it to the FBI. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't keep a straight face. 17 minutes later, Don Jr. responded, Thanks, Rob, I appreciate that. If it's what you say, I love it, especially later in the summer. Just to make it clear, he also attached this picture, I love crime in the summertime. <laughs> that's a weird way to say it. I love it, especially later in the summer. It's, it's, you're not talking about a sparkling rosé with some toasted figs and a soft brie, you flaming yeah. douchebag. <laughs> later in the summer, that'd be great. Maybe up at the Cape, we could go up and collude. Maybe we could go up to the Cape and collude. <laughs> but isn't that weird that he said the summer, later in the summer? Yeah, well, yeah. That's, in that's, August, when all that shit came down. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Well, yeah. I just sort of feel like he kind of knew things. Uh, well, I, I think not only that, but it was uh, it was uh, strategy wise. They wanted you know something to build up towards like an October surprise or something. Oh, maybe. Okay. You know. Um, uh, and thank you to all of our. Uh, mad libbers out there uh we are done um, but i'm not you'll see the message in the chat before i said all done with mad libs thank you uh so anyway um and thank you miles and i think Michelle. they uh, looking forward to oh. doing these but uh yeah go ahead uh joe i was gonna say i think later in the summer if you think about it this this occurred june 9th right, right. yeah right uh almost two months later was the Republican or the Democratic National Convention. Oh, there you go. The first trove of emails resulted in uh, the resignation of the Democratic chairman. If you recall, later in the summer happened the night before the Democratic Convention happened. That was like the end of July. The resignation. Well, yeah. When she, you remember, right after, right bef- right the night before the opening of the na- the Democratic National Convention, 
the first bunch of emails came out about uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Schultz and and her staffers and the things they were saying about the Bernie Sanders campaign. And mm. if you recall, remember she had to resign before the convention even started. Yeah. Okay. Leaked, okay. Leaked emails. That, that was a bad scene, man. That was a bad but, scene that whole time. It, it was, but it was. But if you link it back to June 9th and the information they were offering, and he says later in the summer, and then, yeah. sure enough, right the night before the convention, that first bunch of emails gets leaked about Debbie Wasserman Schultz and her staff and everything they were saying, and that they were colluding against Bernie Sanders. Mm. And she is forced mm-hmm. to resign, and it it totally upset the beginning of that convention. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it did. Yeah, it was it was rough. Our convention fucking sucked, really. Uh, I didn't want to admit it at the time, but it was fucking terrible. Um, well, it, it, the, the whole tone was wrong because here you had your chairman had to resign before it even the gavel fell. Yeah, when you have your best moments uh, at your convention from somebody who's not even running for office, uh, see uh, Kazir Khan, um, you're in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, mm. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I don't want to get too down on the dumps over that. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, I want to get to this uh, one more. Um, mm, yeah, we'll, well, let's go ahead and, and do this because we'll we'll uh, make sure we uh, spread the love with uh, Miles and Michelle uh, and their uh, their Mad Libs. We'll make sure we do them right. Uh, but I want to play this clip here. Um, this is about some videos that has have come out. Adam, I don't know if you've seen these, but uh, Pamela Brown reporting on CNN about Trump's meeting with Eras uh, and Emin Agalarov. The uh, of course the the what. Trump refers to as the richest man in uh, Russia, Eris Agalarov, in his pop star, quote-unquote pop star son, who Trump gave him the birthday <clears throat> greeting, appeared in his video, and where it was apparently the catalyst to having his manager or promoter, Rob Goldstone, that uh, lumpy British dude, um, send this email to Donald Trump Jr. Have you seen any of that? It, it, I don't know how, how much you've been following this. Have you seen those old videos? From, well, they're not terribly old. They're like 2013 videos. No, I'm afraid not. Yeah. Well, here, uh, uh, obviously, we're not going to see them, but here's uh, part one of the report on these videos and uh, some of the content in them. Um, if... And again, if, if if you think Trump wasn't aware of this meeting with his son, his son-in-law, and campaign manager, oh, you're a special kind of stupid. The behind-the-scenes video obtained exclusively by CNN shows then-businessman Donald Trump in Las Vegas in 2013 at several events during the weekend of the Miss USA pageant, hanging out with the men now at the center of the newest development in the Russia controversy. The men, Russian pop singer Amin Agalarov and his father, Aras, a real estate developer in Russia, were helping Trump hold his Miss Universe pageant in Moscow later that year. Powerful people in all of Russia, the richest men in Russia, 
In the video, Trump is seen having dinner with the Aguilarovs, along with their publicist, Rob Goldstone, seen here leaning over to talk with Trump. On Tuesday, Trump's son, Donald Jr., released emails from Goldstone, pitching a meeting between the president's son and a Russian lawyer, promising she would deliver damaging information about Hillary Clinton provided by the Russian government. According to the emails released by Trump Jr., Amin Agalarov, seen here between Trump and Goldstone, told Goldstone to set up the meeting. Quote, Amin just called and asked me to contact you with something very interesting. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but it's part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. All right. So, uh, obviously, they had a very good relationship, at least a, a very solid business relationship. And Trump met with all three of the people who uh, are, well... I'm a little confused because I I haven't read through all of the emails, but the the information, uh, from what I understand, and Rain, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but Rob Goldstone said... Yes. Eris or Emin had the information? Emin. Emin. So Emin the son had the information. Rod Rod Goldstone said, Emin's got some information, you got to call him, and he'll put you in touch with his father. There, okay. So, in in so to think that Donald Senior wouldn't somehow be involved in this, it's just naive. It is, it is because Ronald uh, Donald Senior is in the oh god that video. Yeah, uh, that you know, video. I've been posting it. I've been talking about it for months. Yeah. Oh, the, you mean the music video too? Yes. Not not just this video that that's just come out with all no, three I'm of them. No, I'm talking about the actual music video. Yeah. That was filmed in 2013. That terrible fucking song. Um, the more the more <laughs> I think about it, the more I think it was just kind of a propaganda video. Oh yeah. And I know yeah. that sounds kind of crazy, but it was it was grotesquely misogynistic too. Oh yes. So misogynistic. Um, but, but there, there are so many connections between Trump and Emin and Emin's father, and and this this guy, this little pop, this little poppy boy, mm-hmm. this little, you know, just I'm thinking about his music, but he is he is the guy that goes between his father and Trump, yeah, and he is the guy that goes between his father and and Trump's son, yeah, uh, he really is. Well, let's, uh, uh, Susan, did you want to say something? So. I love you guys. You're all awesome. <laughs> but I got to go to Canton. I love so. She's going to Canton. <laughs> I got to do the Canton flea tomorrow. So she's. Uh, she, I love the, you too, Susan. It's not a, the Canton flea is not a dance move. It's actually a flea market. It's actually a flea market. So. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean I have fleas. No. And I'm not admitting I have fleas because I don't. No, but La Quinta Inn has bed bugs. So, oh, <laughs> uh, yes, they do. So, I researched that you myself. So, uh, yeah, she is heading out. So, uh, let, let me play you guys this last clip from Pamela Brown. I can go give her a quick uh, smooch uh, before she leaves. So, uh, part two of Pamela Brown talking about this big uh, meeting with uh, Trump and uh, the pop star, his rich daddy, and the gross uh, 
uh, grosser looking than Steve Bannon looking uh, Rob Goldstone. <laughs> uh, here we go. Investigators plan to examine the Trump Tower meeting and the emails. On Fox News Tuesday, Donald Trump Jr., who does not appear in the 2013 video, said he had limited knowledge of the Russian family. I'd met him once or twice uh, and you know, maintained a casual relationship there, talked about some potential deals, and that's about the extent of it. They really didn't go anywhere. But new video and others show the president's own connections. What's wrong with you? In 2013, Trump appeared you? in one of Amin's music videos. Late. You're just another pretty face. I'm really tired of you. You're fired. And wished him happy birthday in a video posted on Amin's Instagram. Emin, I can't believe you're turning 35. On CNN's New Day, their lawyer said the emails don't add up. It's just fantasy world because the reality is if there was something important that Mr. Agalarov wanted to communicate to the Trump campaign, I suspect he could have called Mr. Trump directly as opposed to having his son's pop music publicist be the intermediary. And the father of the Russian pop star, Aras Agalarov, spoke out to a Russian radio station in the wake of the email release and said he doesn't personally know Don Jr. And he said he doesn't really know Goldstone that well either, saying it was a, quote, tall tale that Goldstone asked Trump Jr. to contact him about dirt on Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Just a tall t- it's a tall tale. Enjoyed the stop board. Spreading, stop spreading false news. Yeah. And lies. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I got, I got to play that real quick. Hang on. Uh, stop spreading lie and false um, news. Stop spreading lie. <laughs> All right. Go I ahead, spread Ad. lie on my my grass. Sure. Yeah, a lie will actually help uh, get rid of the uh, the stench of an animal corpse too. So, uh, I'll break it down quicker. Adam, what were you going to say? I, 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 at the risk of being crazy, I want to bring some logic to this. Sure. Mind. Oh my gosh! Because here's the thing: is that let, let's all let's all imagine real quick that I have some sort of brain-related event and wake up and decide I'm a Republican. Uh, Just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if I were a Republican. I and I was secure in the knowledge that Russia genuinely was a, a quote unquote nothing burger. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let Democrats chase their tails on that one because one, they're gonna look. First of all, it keeps them from finding something else to to go after, and two, it's eventually gonna blow up in their faces, making them look bad. Yes. The fact that they are terrified and you know they're terrified you know uh-huh trump, tr- people are saying trump is angry he's screaming in the oval office that's fear talking the guy's scared that he's gonna you know he's gonna have, lose everything mm-hmm. so we already, we already know that this isn't a nothing burger their actions tell us everything we need to know yeah logically it- speaking and, and like my post on uh, Facebook earlier, uh, folks, we have an everything burger. Oh, and by the way, my friend my friend Michael said, and made from the finest Moscow. Uh, <laughs> said he stole that from a caller on Stephanie Miller's show. So, so what does that make it? Does that make it like a, a Muslim cow? Moose and squirrel burger. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was a cow that came out of a mosque. 
Uh, no, or maybe it's a Moscow mule. Uh, you know, maybe it's ground up oh, mule those burger. Are delicious. Or maybe it's I, a drug mule. Could yeah. be. So, oh, that's the story. Thank you, Joe. Yes, we got to talk about drugs coming across the border when we come back oh, before yeah. Mad Libs. <laughs> you mean the you mean the transparent wall? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and do that. But anyway, we we have to run to the break right now because uh, we want to give full attention to Miles and Michelle's Mad Libs tonight. No pressure, Miles and Michelle. No pressure. It's all in good fun. Don't worry. They're gonna be great. Um, and uh, uh, two wildly different topics for them. Of course, I won't reveal them until after uh, they're completely filled out and I read them. But yeah, so everybody hang tight. We'll be right back. We'll talk about Trump's vision for a transparent wall because crazy reasons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, lots more right after this. Well, not too much more. It is the last segment of the program. And uh, the haunted castle coming up from uh, Hairwolf. So don't nobody go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night.
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go twee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Enterprise. Welcome back to the program. And um, I'd also like to say thank you to the week. <laughs> Not the week as in the actual Monday through Friday uh, or anything like that. But the week, the publication that brings us this story, everyone. It's not from The Onion. It's not Andy Borowitz. And I even had to double check to make sure The Week didn't have a, a satire um, a portion to their website. Um, but this is a, a, a real story from, uh, let me see, who uh, posted, uh, who, who wrote this story? Uh, Jeva Lang wrote this. This is very, it's a quick story. Don't worry. Headline. Trump wants his border wall to have holes in it so Americans don't get crushed by falling bags of drugs. <laughs> I'm going to read that again just in yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> one, one more time. One more yeah. time for everybody. Trump wants his border wall to have holes in it so Americans don't get crushed by falling bags of drugs. Oh, well, that makes perfect. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Please, I'd like to get everybody's thoughts on this before I read the article. So, Rain. (laughs) 
Okay. I, I actually think... read the pool report yeah. from Air Force One. Yes, and there's some of that in the article. off the record, and yeah. then Trump said it should be on the record. Oh. He did say that. He yeah. did say that. Yes, and uh, of course, Golden, Gordon Cole has a reaction to this. What the hell? So, <laughs> uh, Joe, any, any, any quick thought? Oh, no, Rain, go ahead. Uh, finish your thought. No, I got nothing more, except that there there is transcripts out there from well, the yeah. pool reports. Oh. Uh, Trump it, it, is very concerned about people being hit with pounds of Yeah, well, drugs. that's in the, the I have part of the transcript in the article. So, should should I just God go ahead and, and read the article real quick and then we can uh, so we can chime in? It's up to you guys. Yeah, let, let me just go ahead and God. do let me do this. So, on Wednesday night, President Trump informed reporters on Air Force 1 that his proposed border wall needs to be see-through or at least have holes in it so Americans don't get crushed by falling bags of drugs the white house transcript of the conversation shows trump reportedly held court with the traveling press pool for more than an hour while in route in route to paris uh for a meeting with french president emmanuel macron um one of the things with the wall is you need transparency. Well, that would be the only thing transparent about this administration. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, those were my words. Uh, Trump said, uh, you have to be able to see through it. In other words, if you can't see through the wall, so, so it would be a steel wall with openings. But you have to have openings because you have to see what's on the other side of the wall. Trump. God that, fucking damn it. Trump. Then offered reporters an example. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. So we need a transparent As, wall. L- listen to this, because this this is going to happen a lot. Everybody, just so you know, as horrible as it sounds, when they throw the large sacks of drugs over, and if you have people on the other side of the wall, you don't see them. They hit you in the head with sixty pounds of stuff. It's over. <laughs> Trump said. <laughs> As crazy as that sounds, you need transparency through the wall. As crazy as it sounds indeed is how the article ends. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, oh, what? Donald Trump, everybody. Let's give it up for his uh, his comedic stylings. Uh, he's here for uh, maybe four years, everybody. So uh, there you go. Uh, try the waitresses. Tip your veal. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking just, A. He actually thinks people just chuck bags of drugs over the... This man's fucking moron! Adam, everybody knows they don't throw the drugs over the wall. They catapult. They have a big catapult. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm putting the... I'm putting... Which is why we need a transparent <laughs> wall. So to they see can the catapults. The, so we can throw the drugs through the wall. You have to you have to be able to see where the catapults are. Yeah. So uh, Francie says, "How about transparent wall?" Francie says, "How about a nice force field?" (laughs) I love that. That Thank you, Francie. Yeah. How about a dome? Instead of building a wall, let's put a dome over the whole country. No. No. We're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a wall that's got solar panels. And is transparent at the same time 
when we can figure out how to get the drugs through the wall because that's what Trump is saying. I have the drugs a better are come through anyway. I, I have a better idea other than putting a dome over the whole country. Let's do the Trumpman show where we put Trump in a dome and we film everything he does because he's a reality TV star and we let him pretend that he's running a country but he really doesn't. I like that. Yeah. You yeah, know they I had do. They had the answer to his transparent wall in uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Deflector shields? No, transparent aluminum. Remember that one? Oh, that's right. That was the, in the voyage home. Yes. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How about we, we? How about we put Trump in the cone of silence? Hmm. How about we just put him in a cone? Yes. Or the Twitter because of silence. We him. We'd still be able to hear him. Yes. <laughs> this article, you know, I, I've never taken a drink in my life, and I'm like, where's the booze? Don't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that one uh, would definitely make uh, one say, uh, uh, wait, where, where did it? Oh, oh, sorry. I demand to have some booze. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking A. That again, and if this would be the only transparent thing from this administration, you know what? Oh my God! I bet you I know what he's doing right here, everybody. I think he's setting up. He's gonna he's gonna say he built a wall, but it's transparent, so you can't see it. So he did his campaign <laughs> promise. That's I I I just had an epiphany. That's I got to the bottom of it. I think you're right. At the very least, you have to have holes in it. Holes? Yes. Holes? A hole that runs from from the from the West Texas East Texas border all the way to California. Yeah. A big hole. Wall. Because you know there's big hole. I you know it, it's an underreported statistic that millions of Americans die by hitting being hit in the head by sixty pound bags of that stuff. Oh. <laughs> You've never been hit by one? And well, let done. me tell you, pal. Let me tell you, pal. It's not fun. <laughs> Susan and I had a had an idea that we would get like a burlap sack or like a lawn bag or something. And there's a there's a section of wall, <laughs> but there's a set. You know, they have the 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 the, the silence barriers along the highway. You know, well, there's one section of of uh, the the barrier uh, on 71 here that's by a church, and the upper portion of it is plexiglass. So Susan's like, we should drive down there, and then you lay down like face first, and I'll put this bag on top of you, and I'll take a picture of you. <laughs> so, so we might try and do that. So I don't know if we'll have time. I don't know how I feel about lying along the side of a, a major highway. <laughs> <laughs> what a 60 pound bag on you. Well, it, uh, it wouldn't actually be 60 key, pound bag. A 60 pound bag. Got very Trump specific thinks that details. drugs are coming over from Mexico in 60-pound bags. Oh, yeah. He, he thinks that there's somebody strong enough on that side that could throw yeah. 60 pounds over a wall. And, and by the way, Trump... so ridiculous. And, and by the way, Trump, um, uh, just so you know, drugs are measured in kilograms. Where's your jetpack, Zuckerberg? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I but guess yeah. he's never heard of the aeroplane. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I'll, he's I'll, such I'll, a I'll, jerk. Yeah. He's so God dumb. Damn he's it. dumb. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! Yeah, that was uh, I, and for Francie. It's you, 
much. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> Jay Collie says it's one of those invisible fences you use for your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everybody in Mexico has to wear a collar. Yeah. We're gonna and, <laughs> and we're gonna make Mexico pay for those collars. <laughs> yes. Uh, <clears throat> long time listener first time caller uh so <laughs> all right time to get to mad libs everybody oh go ahead go ahead adam say back it up say it again say, say it again adam i i was i was trying to i try to listen to both sides there you and go. i'm a small business owner which actually is kind of true <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, anyway, all right, let's go ahead and... Uh, oh, by the way, new and improved Mad Libs jingle, everybody. I decided to uh, to get that going. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Uh, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs! <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. God bless Mad Libs. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and start up the uh, intermission music. Um, okay, I only need a few. So uh, we'll start alphabetically. Adam, I could use an adverb describing a, a, a verb. Uh, warmly? No, 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 no. Quickly. I like warmly better. Quickly's been used a few okay. times. Let's go warmly. Um, okay, so that one's done. This was easy. Uh, seriously, thank you, chat room. You you did the did good. Uh, rain. Uh, well, we're not going to go completely alphabetically because at rain, I think you might like this one. Uh, body part. Vagina. Oh. Uh, Joe, oh, you get your choice. Dealer's choice, Joe, because I have two more. Uh, do you want a noun or pl- a noun, plural noun or an ad- adjective? Plural noun or adjective, Joe? Plural oh. noun. All right, what do you got? <laughs> for $50. <laughs> um... <laughs> Plural down for fifty dollars. I'll say uh, cranberries. Cranberries. No. Not Ooh. not uh, not Putinberries. So. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, not Putinberries. Well, you said you'd never eat a blueberry again. Um, so <laughs> not on blueberry. Not blueberry yield. <laughs> no. And uh, and I will I will be honest. I skimmed over these Mad Libs, so I'm going to take the last one since there's four and there's four of us. Uh, I'm going to do an adjective, and I'm going to do um, uh, skankily. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So here we go. As in, as in like a skank. As in like a skank, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, all right, here we go. So the first one is from Michelle, and the title of this Mad Lib is Basic Rules to Surviving a Fairy Tale. <laughs> this is pretty oh. fun. So, all right, and this is going to be a little uh, different than usual because I actually have the answers written on paper, but the entire Mad Lib on my computer screen. So, if for some reason you find yourself jumped with a seemingly impossible undertaking, remember these flimsy rules. If you are typing into a forest, use emails to mark your paths. (laughs) 
<laughs> not swamps. <laughs> uh, Junior should have listened to that one. <laughs> yeah. If a sweaty visitor list asks you for food or a computer, <laughs> share what you have. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, share what you have. Generosity will earn you a false flag, but being shiny will only result in messy cesspool. <laughs> will only result in a messy cesspool. There we go. So, and um, let me see. Uh, uh, warmly help any salad you come across for they may be or I'm sorry for they may have fences that will help you in your quest uh, <laughs> but above all do not spray on candy <laughs> uh, uh, wait no I'm sorry I, I, I screwed up do not spray on candy or no no oh, on on candy oh I'm sorry okay I'm I'm reading it wrong um uh do not spray on candy barf uh yes uh, barfs I'm sorry it's plural on candy barfs uh, uh oh man I screwed up uh, uh silence any spinning wheel solid <laughs> uh or accept oceans from a nasty person remember these simple rules and you may just survive to see your happily ever after so i'm sorry michelle that was uh the, i was a little rough towards the end there because i wrote these down but that was that was pretty goddamn funny i love the uh the flimsy rules and marking your path with uh, emails. That's smart. Especially if you're typing into a forest. So. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you. And, and again, this is a, a work in progress. That was, but yes, thank you very much. Everybody, come on, give it up, give it up. Give, give a little uh, little round of applause. Yay, yay. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, all right, so we here we go with Miles. Um, this one, um, Russia's Vacation. I think he's not talking about the power trio from Canada either. <laughs> uh, okay. Rush Limbaugh is a smelly talk show host. He, he often vacations in the Dominican Republic where he enjoys hopping some cran cranberries and running many napkins. <laughs> uh, he probably would have hoped we put something more dirty in there. <laughs> um, and he says, there was an incident on his last visit when a customs official found his suitcase full of books and a taco in Rush's carry-on. The customs official stared at Rush, waiting for an explanation. Rush stammered, they, they are for my... Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> he brought books in a taco for his vagina. Um, uh, Ru uh, this one. What's that? 
the innuendo is strong with this one. Oh, it is. Uh, Rush pulled a bo- bottle full of skirts from his pocket. Uh, these are so I can enjoy, <laughs> so I can enjoy wiggling the local bottle. Uh, the official was not in the mood for extra paperwork. Enjoy your stay and avoid sneezing the toilet bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Rush winked, of, of course, my friend, and I promise not to lie any yaks. Um, they are too skanky. So <laughs> I put skankily, but I meant skanky. So, yeah, so the yaks are the yaks are too skanky down in the Dominican Republic. All right. Uh, uh, let, let's give a, a big uh, thank you and an amen, uh, amen. to uh, Miles and Michelle ah, for those. Amen. My apology. It's it's really kind of difficult. I need to print these out. I need to print them out. It'll be easier uh, for me to keep track of what I'm doing. But basically, I just wrote down a list of everything that each one needed, and I kind of fucked up towards the end of Michelle's. So, Michelle, you have my deepest apology for screwing that up. But it was funny. They were both very funny. So uh, that was that was good. Uh, and I, uh, you know, anybody else wants to write Mad Libs, uh, please do. I know Miles and Michelle are working on more, and uh, I've got some ideas for some, and I always say I'm going to write shit, but I never do. So uh, beat me to the punch. There you go. I'm working on a pair. There we go. All right. So, and please always be dirty with these things, too, because it's so fun when you're dirty. Uh, so Just these are for vagina. my These are for my vagina, my friend. <laughs> Great. Now I'm never going to get a double shot of brain bleach, please. Mm. What's wrong with the vagina? Come R- rush, rush with a vagina? Uh, rush Limbaugh with one. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. any any yeah, rush with that, any that testicles. Any, rush with any any genitalia or anything. Right. Uh, testicles. <laughs> testicles. Let's go with testicles. <laughs> <Testiclaws>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We got to wrap up the show right now. So, uh, but uh, uh, great show. A lot of fun. Again, thank you, Miles and Michelle. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, we'll go uh, alphabetical order. Parting shots tonight, Mr. Hebert. Thanks for joining, uh, for doing the extra long reverse call-in and uh, doing some rotator action with us tonight. Well, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me as usual. It's nice to be on with Rain. Uh, missed you last week, Rain, but I ho- I'm glad you had a nice vacation. I missed you, course, too. I, 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 yeah, I slept a lot. That's good. Hey. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, tomorrow uh, Miles will be running the board, um, and uh, we uh, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, oh, right, right, right! Doctor Who announcement Sunday. Oh my goodness! And so uh, I think maybe- are you doing anything special for uh, uh, Midnight Sun tomorrow? I haven't settled on a theme. I'll see if I can think of something. Well, you should definitely do a Doctor Who block. Oh yes, you know I think I think we'll spend like the one at least the, we'll probably do a segment just spitballing ideas for who it could be. But white smoke has been spotted outside the BBC. We have a new Doctor. <laughs> no, we don't. We do. Sunday. Yeah. They're Sunday. making the announcement on Sunday. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, great. Are you? I wonder bummed? who she'll be. No, I can't wait oh. to see who she's going to be. There you go. So, do you think they'll go with a woman this time? Yep. 
I, I it, it's it's long overdue. Well, oh. I'll tell you what. Uh, anything else? Adam? I know. Let's let Adam Adam finish up, and then you can finish up, Joe. Go ahead, Adam. To, to, to bounce off of Joey, Michelle Gomez did say she was done playing right. C. I think she's done with the show. Oh, well, you, sure. Crush my hopes, Joe. Well, all right. Uh, she's, so she's dead. <laughs> you're, you're done, You're done, Adam. We can uh, pass the torch here to uh, Joe for his parting shot. Yes, you may. All right, Joe, what do you got? Okay, so uh, this week on the Tim Cormall show, the clown car will investigate the unknown press secretary. That <laughs> needs a drama. Story. Yes, who uh, will be uh, fashioned after? You remember the unknown comic, right? Uh, I do gong from the show? Gong Show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I took my cat to the flea circus and he stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. So, it's uh, uh, stay tuned. You you will love the uh, the clown car this week. Well, I, you know what? I'll be there, uh, and so don't well, nobody miss that. Uh, you know, uh, never miss the Tim Carmel show. But I'm excited because I've not been on the show and probably. Shit, almost a year. Holy cow. It's been a while. I mean, maybe I was on last fall, but it's it's been many, many months. So uh, I'm excited to come back and um, be on with you, Tim and Adam. So that'll be a lot of fun. And um, yes. uh, so, Rain, what do you got on the way out of the program? My parting shot tonight is, again, the fact that the Trump campaign had to go to a foreign hostile government to find shit on Hillary Clinton. But the most important thing is that I fell asleep last Tuesday. Last Saturday, I got to see Francie and Tim Carmel in the same room. That's amazing. They both came to, they both came to my party. I mean, and, and Tim does come to our party, but to have Francie come down, and I felt bad. I didn't get a chance to talk to her last Tuesday. Or, yeah, Tuesday. <clears throat> Francie is everything you think she is, and more. Well, she rocked the party. You know, maybe we'll see if Francie wants to come on with us for like an hour or, or, or two on uh, Tuesday, and we can uh, we can have a ball. I also got to meet Mr. Francie. I know. Miguel. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Michelle. Miguel, you so got him. Just, I did want to. I I feel bad about that last Tuesday, but she was a blast. Don't and, feel bad. And I got to tell you something. If she's still there listening, I, I have friends who aren't part of Turn Up the Night. They're not part of Indie Media Weekly. We're like, okay, she kicked ass. Oh yeah. So, uh, uh, uh yeah, I I can't wait. I. I we should have come down this year, um, but it's okay. You know, it's it's just, fine. It's fine. This year, just this summer is just going too goddamn fast. That's yeah. the problem. I yeah, thought time I, would I, go I, slower when Trump was president. But. I completely understand that. <laughs> I could not believe because when we got the note, it was like three days before the party. Bob and I were like, "Francie's coming." That's all. That's and amazing. She showed up, and it was like. Well, next year, no so. matter what, we're coming, and we're actually talking about buying a camper. <laughs> so I don't know if you oh, have. That's I, awesome. I don't know if you have room on your street for a camper, but Susan's like, we should just yes, buy a camper do. for next year and camp yes. on the street. Yes. 
All right. So right. that's it. Party camper coming down in DC next year. It'll be fun. Boom. You heard it here Boom. first. Chakalaka. So uh, I don't know if our little uh, can you have a camper with a Chevy Aveo? We might have to buy a new car. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We'll work a, it out. We'll work it out. Yeah. So anywho, all right. Well, um, uh, yeah. For me, uh, yeah. Check out. Uh, I'll be on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Uh, probably for all three hours because uh, Susan is uh, down in Canton doing that flea market again. Well, she's not going to the flea circus. She was. <laughs> I would tell her to take a cat so they could steal the show. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, she's she's working for our friend Shannon and uh, selling scarves uh, that uh, Shannon makes. And um, yeah, so she's having fun and she's staying at her aunt's tonight. And uh, love you, Suze. Have fun. Say hi to Beth and Trish. And uh, yeah, so uh, and, and of course, uh, just got to make sure I uh, uh, get to bed at a decent hour so I can be bright-eyed and chipper for the Tim Coromel show on Sunday. And then whatever happens on Tuesday, God knows. God only <laughs> knows what will happen on Turn Up the Night. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody have a lovely... like at the Mormon. God only knows what'll no, happen on Turn Up the Night. <laughs> Sing it to me. I sound more like Fred from the B-52s when I do that. God only knows what I'll do without you. Love Shack Baby. Rock Lobster. So... Anyway, we're having too much fun. Uh, All right, yeah, everybody have a lovely <laughs> have everybody have a lovely weekend, lovely evening. Uh, I'll be doing uh, the night show in a little bit, and probably going outside and burning some stuff. So uh, uh, the wood pile is getting down. Everybody, my brush pile dwindling, dwindling, doing a good job. Anyway, uh, we love you all. We'll see you on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! What the hell?